Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. It's How We Seize It, episode 170. This time we're uh, tackling The Last of Us uh, off of HBO Max, a nine-episode miniseries based on a a video game, uh, no less. Uh, so that, I mean, it's kind of cool. It's it's one of those, it was a huge video game, too. I, I don't know, did anybody get a chance to play it or have I, ever played it? I looked it up. I uh, saw that it's PlayStation. I don't have PlayStation. I do most of my gaming on PCs, or I used to. I did play a lot of Left 4 Dead back in the, you know, 2007, 2009, which it reminded me quite a bit of, which is very much a zombie apocalypse. You fo- follow a bunch of characters. It's not as story driven, though, as as Last of Us. But there's a lot of commonalities like they name their their, you know, this one had the the the, the clickers and the bloaters were Left 4 Dead, had the boomers and the and the <laughs> splitter and the spitters and the witch. And, you know, so so I think there's some some tie there, but, uh, nice. I, and I watched some gameplay online after watching the series just to see how it's oh, sunk man. up. <laughs> a witch in Left 4 Dead. I, I, that just gave me not chills, but I'm like, oh man, I remember the witch. Well, it should um, give you chills. I, it was always a little bit <laughs> harrowing. Yeah. That noise that you hear is <laughs> uh-huh. it's, it's getting close. Yeah, oh, man. Um, but yeah, what the, the last of us came out in, I believe 2013. Okay. So I did play this game for the, for the PS3, but you know, the, the downside is, is that's so it's nearly 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, and I think I probably pay, played it back in 2015, but prior I, you know, I've been trying to watch some gameplay and especially get through the part two before I wanted to watch this show. Gotcha. Which has not been a success. But yeah, I, I, did, <laughs> I did get the opportunity to play the game, and this has been really, really great. I thought, I was like, uh, you know what? I might have to go order this. So I'm like, you know, old games like that, 10 years old. It's gonna, <laughs> probably You can probably get it 5 bucks, 10 bucks. No, this shit's going for like $45, $50 right now on Amazon. Well, of course. Like, it's like a run on the copies. market. Everyone everyone wants to get their hands on it. Well, it was one of those... The exact- number but when the show first started it said the sales for the first one went up some 250 plus you know percent in oh, sales for the first one so i think before the show you could have got it for that five but after <laughs> yeah first, yep no we're yep. getting a premium supply and demand supply and demand well oh, I, yeah. I thought it was one of those ones that was like the greatest hits where they re-release them and, and you know it's got the special cover that's cover you know red red around the rim and stuff like that i figured there's got to be some of those out there but yeah i don't have time to play playstation anyways i don't know who i was trying to fool myself uh <laughs> i still got games that i bought over you know the last two three christmases ago that's still wrapped like have not even taken the cellophane off of them so these are ones i bought myself like not even Damn. like I got a present. It's just like, oh yeah, I want that game. Still haven't played it, so uh, mm-hmm. it is what it is. I heard it's a really cool game. Um, I one of the things that really impressed me about this, 
uh, show was that they stayed very accurate to their game, and that's what was really cool. <clears throat> they sure, I, what I, yeah, I watched when I was watching some of the gameplay last night after finishing the series. You, you could you watch some of the the cutscenes, and it's it's almost like shot for shot. It's so accurate. They really yeah. followed the entire narrative, um, scene by scene. So occasionally, it's, I I will promote other podcasts on here. Uh, only when I find a really good one, and and uh, like I like was when we did um, Band of Brothers. HBO did a an official. Uh, Last of Us uh, podcast, and they have uh, Neil Druckmann, who's who was part of the uh, the creators of the show, and I believe even part of the game. Uh, one of the actor uh, voice actors, he was the voice actor for uh, Joel in the game, and and he actually had a small part in the movie or show. And one other guy, I can't remember. They did uh, an episode after each one. Some one of the coolest things I've ever listened to. I actually binged. All nine episodes in one day. They're about an hour long. I, I just, the stuff they were dropping on you is just so cool to hear because they talk about scene for scene, how they got, how they changed stuff and why they changed it, why they didn't change, what had to be in there because of what it was, how they made the game, you know, and it's, I was like, God damn, this is a great. So if you want to listen to a really cool podcast about The Last of Us, uh, besides this one, that would be the one I would recommend is the, the official HBO Max um, the Last of Us podcast. It's it's good mm -hmm. to hear hear that sort of information, especially after watching a series and just really enjoying it for what it was. And then you can go back and get a lot more context and just see how they created it. I always liked after the HBO episodes at the very end, there's like a little yes. five minute blurb that talks some behind the scenes, which I I watched every time. It was that it was that interesting. That's what the podcast is like, except for it's an hour long. Yeah, uh, you know, so you get even more in depth stuff. Mm -hmm. Real real cool. Yeah, the cool one of the great parts about this show was the were these little Easter eggs that they had. So Noah, you mentioned, you know, they brought back one of the voice actors mm -hmm. from the game. Like they did that with at least four or five different characters. Yep. Yeah. So yep. I just pulled it up. You had Jeffrey Pierce, who was Kathleen's like main main guy, right hand uh -huh. man. And he was the voice for Tommy in the show. Yeah. But also, too, at the end of the the last the last episode, when you have I can't I don't know the the actor's name. Um, but she played Anna, which is Ellie's mom. In Ashley, the jo yes. Ashley Johnson is her name. Yeah. Thank you. No. She was the voice actor for Ellie in the game. So yeah. I was reading some Reddit comments and people were like, oh, she's trying too hard to sound like Ellie. What's going on? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, wait, that's actually the voice actor. Oh, wait, that's, that's kind of cool that you did that. Thank I you. was surprised when I saw her. I thought, oh, wow, they cast her really well because she looks a yes. lot like Ellie. And then to find out that uh, that she, you know, there's no relation, but she was yeah, the one. We did the, the, the exact actor. same thing. Like <laughs> while the episode was watching, I'm like, oh, IMD this. What? <laughs> <laughs> cool part about her, uh, just recently, um, she's been in a show that I was watching on Amazon, uh, The Legend of Vox Machina, uh, which is an animated D&D &D, uh, kind of uh, show. Uh, definitely for adults. It is it is uh, crude, rude, and a lot of fun. But she's one of the characters in there, and one of the one of the best and funnest characters. She plays a uh, a uh, half lean uh, cleric, and it just she's just super cool. But uh, I I saw that and I was like, oh, that's cool. Not only that, but she was in Avengers. Um, and I think she was actually in more than one MCU. She is the lady that uh, uh, was saved by Captain America during the battle for New York. Oh. And 
and then has we're the talking interview. about Ashley Johnson still, right? Yes. Okay. Ash, and she had the interview at the end uh, where she's like, you know, I just something about heroes or something like that. It was like I, I was like, that's so cool. I recognized her from that Mel Gibson movie, What Women Want, where she was the daughter of Mel Gibson. Um, she just has uh, some facial features that reminded me. I, I looked her up and it's like, oh yeah, I remember from that. Movie. <laughs> mm. Nice. Um, so I'm Noah, one of your main hosts on here. If <laughs> and you I'm Steve, that. your secondary host here. I was just going to say, that's my main man, Steve. <laughs> I know, and I know. That's, I was just trying to change it up, you know. Change it up. <laughs> and with us is uh, back again is our friend Brandon. He's been on a couple episodes before. Uh, he uh, When we started talking about this, I actually, I think you were the one who told me you started watching this before I even got a chance to. You're like, this is a good one, and if you do this, you got to let me know. So <laughs> yeah. we'll let you know, and here he is. So, so that's that yeah. third voice with us. Yeah, so hello. Yeah, I remember we yeah, we were over at the house and we were talking about it. And I remember a concern was like, hey, I, I didn't play the game. You know, you mm-hmm. were talking about that. And it's one of those where even though it was only two or three, maybe two episodes in at the time, yeah. and we'll, we'll probably touch on this later, but this show did such a good job of doing something for everybody. I mean, I imagine Neil Druckmann sitting there and being like, I need to appeal to both the gamers and how can I draw in new people to this? Exactly. Yeah, you're and right. So, you, you, he did such a great job of, I mean, even for me, like I played the game, but it was it was almost 10 years ago now at this point. But <laughs> there were still a lot of different things that they added in where it was new for the gamer to come in that also for person that didn't play the game to be like, wow, this is a really fresh experience. I don't feel like there's any, I, and as having played the game, I don't feel like there was much in there. It was like, ah, Noah, you would have had to have played the game to understand this. Yeah. Um, so, and that's what yeah. a lot of the, the the guys were saying in that podcast is they were saying they they were, weren't trying to isolate anybody. They wanted to stay tr- as true as they could, but they also had to tell a little bit different story because in the game, I guess you're seeing through the eyes of of Joel and and um, of Ellie most of the time. And so this is uh, where you can step back a little bit and and see through the eyes of an observer almost. And so it gave mm-hmm. it a, a little fresh take on some of the stuff. Uh, but they did say that there's some iconic scenes that they they were like, I want to go word for word. Yeah. Um, and and they did incredible jobs. And they said that uh, they even had the actors. They didn't want them to go and play the game and try and mimic what was done. They wanted them to bring their acting to it. And and but they said like, you know, the, the, especially the voice actors watching and talking about the characters that they were, and then watching, you know, Pedro Pascal and and Bella Ramsey play. Uh, the characters, they were like, yeah, they 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 nailed it, they they just killed it. So I, you know, it, it is what it is. But before we get too far deep into this, I, I want to get to what we really come here for, and that's the cocktail. So as always, we uh, pair a cocktail or a drink to whatever it is we're watching, and this week is The Last of Us. And so I know we got some crazy ones. Uh, I saw so, saw what Steve sent me, uh, and I was like, oh yeah, I started to go down that rabbit hole too. And I'm I'm really cool. I'm super happy that you did that. So uh, let's go ahead and get started with that one, Steve. Okay, well, I did two drinks, and um, I chose. Well, I was doing some research about uh, fungus and uh, whether you can make cocktails from, from that. And I actually, just based on Last, Last of Us, that's, that's the origin of the, of the infection, is, is a, a fungus that, that takes over the human population. Um, and uh, I found that mushroom cocktails are a thing. So um, <laughs> I, I, know. I did some research. I found a couple that sounded really interesting. I changed them up a little bit, but uh, I, uh, most of them are pretty true. So I've got two cocktails. One of them is uh, sh- uh, shiitake 
uh, infused bourbon. Um, and I, I made what I call the infected Manhattan. So it's two ounces of shiitake infused bourbon, which basically I bought a bunch of uh, shiitake mushrooms and uh, kind of marinated uh, some, you know, mm. poured some bourbon in there and let it soak for a couple <laughs> days and uh, and then add um, half ounce of, of uh, I think it's chinar is how you pronounce it. That's an uh, artichoke based liqueur, which I have on hand. And That's it also... Uh, C-Y-N-A-R. And I think I used to call it like Sinar, but I heard someone refer to it as Chinar. And I said, <laughs> what's that? And they spelled it. And I'm like, oh, wait, I think I have that. <laughs> I've seen that before. I didn't realize that's an artichoke base. That's so crazy. Yeah, artichoke based. Yeah. yeah. And then another half ounce of an Amaro, um, which is kind of like a vermouth. But I chose uh, a bitter Amaro Nonino Um and that made, it's more like a Manhattan style. I called it the infected Manhattan. So, but then I was interested in another one as well. So I went, what the hell? I'm going to make two. <laughs> so there's other ones more kind of like a, a, a margarita style. And this, I, this uses some um, hen of the wood mushrooms, which I found out are uh, maitake mushrooms. And I went over to Oliver's and I found some legitimate maitake um, mushrooms. And this goes into a... Uh, a shaker and you throw that in. I made my own little syrup, which is rosemary, honey, and cinnamon infused uh, syrup. And you could put an ounce of that in with a, a bunch of the, the mushrooms that I kind of uh, cooked up a little bit. You're supposed to brown them a little bit and you muddle that. You start with muddling of that. Then you add uh, an ounce of Anejo tequila and an ounce of lemon juice and uh, shake it up. And I rimmed the glass with some cinnamon, sugar, and salt. And uh, this, so I called this my, based on the, the hen of the woods mushrooms, I call it my infected hen. So, and both of them, I put a little mushroom garnish to the mix. <laughs> Makes it look quite, I don't know about appetizing, maybe just the opposite of that. But um, <laughs> actually, they're, they're, they're pretty damn good. So um, I was a little nervous. Uh, I don't, I'm not turned I, off I was nervous for you. <laughs> I, I was nervous for you. I, I did that too. I, you know rack my brain all week long trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And usually it comes down to the, the last day today, uh, like, I, uh, like always. And I started thinking, oh, let me see if I can find someone mushrooms. And then I'm reading all this infused stuff. I'm like, I ain't got time to do that. So, But I did, I did look into that, and I was like, oh, I'm not so sure about that. Uh, but that's really cool. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you went that route. That's so creative. Like, I wish I was more. I'm, I feel like personally, I'm creative with wordplay in some areas, but when it comes to arts or making a drink or anything, that is that is not me. So that the, everything you were not like label like listing off and I just <laughs> with doing that. Like, that's all really cool. So what? That's, that's all. Most of these are based off recipes that yeah. recipes that I did find, but I, I mixed them up a little bit. But. Uh, but mm. so, so you can't find these things out there. I think they have some different names and a few different ingredients, but they're close. So nice. What would so. you bring for us there, uh, Brandon? So um, I've, I've recently been really liking a uh, moon or kombucha, not moonshine. I'm not having that today. <laughs> um, the, the brand is called Juneshine, but I went with their grapefruit Paloma. Um, nice. So I went with that. And that's what I am drinking today. I wish it was as creative as Steve. <laughs> no, I love Palomas. I, I really do. Um, I can't. I, I, there recently, I was given a, a couple cases or uh, of a diet uh, Paloma and a non-diet Paloma, mm. and uh, 
the diet itself, or I guess I says it's, I guess it's not diet, but it's it's calorie less calories. Uh, it uh, doesn't have as much flavor, but it's it's nice. And but then the other one is almost like too strong. But you mix the two together, and it's almost perfect. But I was like, oh, it's perfect. I'm like looking forward to the summer being able to have those Palomas with me on the road and not have to like <laughs> bring a bottle and uh, you know and a mixer and all that. Mm. Love the Paloma flavor, so cool. Are you guys kombucha fans at all? Uh, I'm a big fan uh, of Jared Leto's kombucha. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a shout out to From glass, the gla- glass Onion. Glass I don't Onion. Think he doesn't actually make kombucha, but <laughs> um, I I've had them. I'm, they're not like I'm not running out the stores to get them, but like every once in a while I I will. There's a couple flavor. I there's a a Pink Lady Apple one that I I get every once in a while that I really like the flavor of. Uh, and I did do a drink one time uh, where it was a watermelon kombucha with watermelon vodka mm-hmm. or rum. I can't remember what it was, but it was. I was like, that was fucking tasty. So they, they have their places. Yeah, they're pretty. They're starting to grow on me quite a bit. Same with like stout beers right now. Yeah. <laughs> the um, people that make it at home, that shit scares the hell out of me. Like I just, mm-hmm. I see that and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I have a quick story. Like I was, we were in an Uber one time. We were talking about kombucha and the driver's like, oh yeah, like I had a couple of those and I nearly shit myself. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know if you want to drink five at a time, but if you have them periodically. Like, yeah, good. <laughs> true. <laughs> All right. So I went with uh, what I'm calling the last sour. And so uh, I was looking at different things about what the, what happened in the show. And I started looking up the different alcohols. And uh, they call out a very specific wine, which I actually did find at Safeway today. Uh, as I was walking by and I was like, oh, I should get that. Ah, it's wine. I'm not going to get that. <laughs> I just don't drink wine. But it was uh, that brand that uh, when the, it was in episode three, when Bill and Frank were uh, at the table and he's like, oh, I, you know, someone that knows how to pair, you know, whatever it was they were having with this, that's an exact brand, a legit brand, and it's it's an affordable brand. I was like, oh, shit. Hmm. Uh, so I was like, hmm, maybe I should, nah, let me, uh, let me look at what else they had. And so they had a bunch of different whiskeys, and only one of them really showed the label. Uh, and it was when the girls uh, found the guy that committed suicide and he had the bottle, and it was... Um, Oh, I can't even remember the name off, off the top of my head. What he, that he had? No, it was, it, they're all whiskeys. Everything they've, okay. all the other alcohol they drank was technically whiskey or bourbon. They didn't really specify, but they were, they were, uh, brown liqueurs or, you know, liquor and, and, you know, the, the other ones were definitely called out as whiskey. And so they, they, it's a fake brand. And so I was like, oh, but you know what? That gave me the idea. I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I love a whiskey sour. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with something whiskey, and then I started thinking about it. In episode three, uh, when uh, uh, Bill and Frank are, uh, they've got their little garden going, and they kind of have that special moment when he when he gets to eat the first strawberry. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, ah, that's cool, you know. So the idea between behind a New York sour is you got a regular whiskey sour, and you uh, float over the top of it a like sweet red wine. And I was like, well, what if I get something strawberry? And I float that over instead of instead of the the wine. And so I went to our our favorite spot here in Santa Rosa Bottle Barn, and I was talking to our friend Jonathan, um, and uh, we found this really cool uh, bottle of uh, it's a strawberry liqueur. And so I floated that on instead of the the um, the wine, and really tasty. So it's uh, two ounces of bourbon. I went with a uh, Brothers Bond bourbon, just one of the ones I really like. And I also thought it was kind of cool because they. 
there's the bonds between a lot of peoples here. There's the bond between, you know, Joel and his brother Tommy. There's the bond between Ellie and 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 Joel and and just, you know, that's part of what this is about is family and, and the bonds that these people have. So two ounces of the bourbon, one ounce of fresh lemon right off the tree uh, in the backyard, uh, one ounce of simple syrup. Uh, made my own home simple syrup this time. Not very hard. It's not like you have to be a, a cook. You know, if you can boil water, you can make simple syrup. So it's not that difficult. Uh, but then you put that in there. I go with uh, my free foam, which is a egg white substitute because I can't stand the idea of an egg white in my drink. You got the chickens in the backyard. You could have made it totally like farm to table. Wow. I, I know I could have, and maybe I should have because I just can't do it. Although I, I have to admit, um, I did have a whiskey sour this weekend uh, uh, on a camping trip with my wife. Uh, we went to a, uh, a restaurant, and I did have a whiskey sour with the egg white in it. I, I'm not. Good. It was good, but it I was, wasn't as a, was I wasn't it more, as impressed. Okay, so was it a mental thing? Do you think it's just kind of like knowing that there's no, egg no? White I in was there? really giving it a try. I was, okay. I was like, if this is so much better than what I get at home with my uh, free foam. Oh sure, no. I mean, I think substitutes out there are great. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, and so and that's what I did. So I did that. You give it a dry shake, threw a little ice in there, gave it a wet shake, pour it in, and then I went to float uh, the um, strawberry liqueur, which is. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this name. It's uh, Crim a la Fez de Bois, des Bois, uh, strawberry liqueur. It's from France, so it's it's all written in Fran uh, French, and I'm not uh, very good at that. So, uh, but it's very tasty. Uh, and my the interesting thing is is I think the weight is different. So when you float, weight has a lot to do with uh, which which will float. Uh, wine I think has a different weight than this strawberry liqueur because it dropped. And didn't give me that nice, clean red uh, separation that I would have liked to seen in a normal uh, sour. Uh, so it's sour kind of like the sour. Salem witch trials. If it floats, then right, you know, <laughs> you, bur you burn. So it strawberries better. are definitely strawberries are definitely witches. Okay. Uh, if that's the case, because it dropped right to the bottom. I ended up making two of them because I did one with crushed ice and then one with a big ball of ice. That one is the one I'll send out the picture because it actually went straight to the bottom, so it has a little bit of a separation rather than being on top. So it kind of looks a little cooler. But and I also wanted to have two for the podcast, so. <laughs> but that's what I went with. I'm calling it the uh, the last hour. So. All right. Nice. Not as not as cool as Steve's with his. You know, he got into his mushrooms and. His, yeah. Uh, his, what is it? I'm, it's a uh, cordyceps, right? Is right, right. Cordyceps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm already finished, so I got a couple hours before I start turning. So we better get this podcast. <laughs> nice. All right. Cool. All right, well, let's get into this. So um, nine episodes, you know, we had the choice of whether we wanted to do break this into two parts. And I was like, you know, since it's already going to be fully released, let's just let's just tackle the whole thing. And I know there's a lot in there and and that's what's great about it. There's so much to talk about. So I'm, I'm interested in here. Um, I sent you guys just kind of a little quick like, hey, we should look into, you know, things like this. And I just off the top of the uh, off the top of your head, you know, or if, if, if you got notes on it. What would you say was your favorite episode, just in general, of the nine? I made a note of it, and, and this is tough because there's a lot of different different things. But there was something about there was something about this one that really shook me and uh, left an impression, and that was Endure and Survive. That was episode five with uh, okay. Henry and Sam, and had had that uh, pretty right, 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 pretty brutal uh, ending when when Sam oh, gets God, infected, yes. and there's the whole scene where Ellie's mm -hmm. trying to like, I've got a cure, 
and I was totally caught off guard. So maybe it was just how that all wrapped and moved on. This, this series has this way of taking characters and telling their story. And then, you know, there is no happily ever after. It's just like, okay, now we move on because those characters are done for, you know, literally. And we're going right, to move right. on with the, and, and, and how they affect our main characters maybe might be what's, what's, what's going on. But, uh, but anyway, that one caught me, caught me in a way that really, really left an impression. Um, Good cool. filmmaking, and I and I and I even watched the cutscene of that one from the video game, and I think the the fact that the that Sam is deaf was something that was added to the to the yes. show, which was mm-hmm. I thought that was brilliant. But uh, but other than that, the whole how it all plays out at the climax is pretty much identical. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. To nice. go off of that, I actually I wanted to ask you guys a sub question off of the point that um, sure you just made. Um, you know, it's interesting. Both of you, you guys haven't played the game, but I'm curious, like what, from watching the show, how, how would you gauge your connection with the characters? And so when I asked that question, I asked that in, when you play the game, you're playing for probably 20 plus hours or so. And so, you know, a lot of it is you go through a mission, you die, whatnot, you spend (laughs) a lot of time with the character, they're following you, you're, you're in the midst of a battle with them. And so I don't, it's hard to explain because it's like, you're not really interacting with them, but you know, as you're walking through, maybe you press triangle and it it continues on a conversation or something different. Where in the show, you only have an hour with that person. And so it was kind of one of the pros and cons, I would say, of the show was that you don't get to have that connection with these characters that you develop in the game. But the show also does such a good job of like, you know, meeting Henry and his brother was so compelling, but then they're gone right after. Yeah, they're they're gone. So I'm curious (laughs) what what you guys would gauge your connection with the characters throughout the the show. Well, based on episode five, I think that's what affected why I was affected so much is because they presented those characters and got you so attached to them to the point where when you're when you're thinking of just typical television or films and stuff, you don't expect these characters to just be killed off. I mean, I, I thought, oh, one of them's going to probably, um, you know, I, I thought it was going to be Henry that, you know, something happened to him and they'd be left with Sam or, so, you know, something like that. It just seemed like that was the typical narrative. And um, so the fact that they took the time to invest in these characters and 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 get get to know them even even the fact that they were going to kill them off i thought that was impressive that's uh, it's 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 risky and and it's um they they continued to tell a good story though too and mm-hmm. and and take advantage of your emotional connection to these characters in a way that just drew you in in an effective way so so, so I, I, felt, I, I felt very involved with those characters. I agree mm-hmm. with that. I think those two characters were probably the ones that we got the most uh, in-depth uh, time with outside of, you know, the time that they were with the two, you know, with Joel and Ellie. Like, so we got, you know, them in the in the hideout, you know, them talking in a little bit. So we got a little bit more from them. So I was a little more connected to them than some of the others for sure. I I found that they really focused on relationships. Like with Henry and Sam, you really saw 
you you were drawn in so much because of how the two of them connected, and and that happened with a lot of the characters, you know, Bill and uh, Bill and Frank, and you know, certainly Allie and Joel, and 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 that was a way of drawing you in. So maybe you don't necessarily get to know one character, but you get to know how they relate, and that's something you become so invested in. Yeah, I was I was going to mention Bill and and, and Frank too because that that is uh, kind of leads into my favorite episode, which is actually episode three. Yeah. And um, and it, it is because it's one of those ones. It's funny too because my least favorite is is the other where it kind of takes a step out of the main story, and gets this flashback away from our main characters. But I really enjoyed this one, and I think I liked it a lot because of the way it started. Something about him being down in his basement and just you know watching them all leave, and and then his whole survival mental you know mentality and everything he did to you know put it all together. I was like, this motherfucker, I need shit to get. Like, this is the first person I saw, like, yeah, he could survive. The rest of these people, I'm like, how are they still here? Like, really? How are they still here? Um, and, you know, everything he did. Although uh, it also brought up, uh, and this is, I think, the first time I really started talking to Alyssa where I was like, my, you know, I always bring up an issue with something. And this one, 20 years, I'm like, yeah, there's no more gas. There's no more bullets. There's no more food. You guys, uh, that shit does not last 20 years without people putting the work in, and you can't put the work in with the way the world is. You know what I mean? So I had some issues with that, but I, I was able to let it go because the stories were so strong. Uh, and the, and I really did. Something about Bill just, he. <laughs> I'm like, I could have been that guy. That's the guy I could have been. The only the other problem I had is when when he was when the people attacked his his fortress and the fence was blowing him up and all that and he's standing out in the middle of the street shooting him I'm like that's just that's just poor poor you know planning you you get up in a tower and you pick him off you don't stand in the middle of the street and that's why he got his ass shot but <laughs> is what it was but it was a great it was a great story I I really really enjoyed that one uh, and I and it goes to that aspect of if you really connected with those characters and yes we lost them in the end in in you know because uh, I you know this this main story is about the two of them traveling it's lone wolf and cub right essentially so you can't have Lone Wolf and Cub and 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 Bill and Frank or you know you can't you can't have these tag-ons if if that's your story. So uh, you know you're gonna lose them in a way, but it's kind of cool to get the 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 attachment you do in a small amount of time. And yeah, like you said, I don't think you can get this in the video game, you know, mm -hmm. because you don't get that that outside view that you can get in the show. I don't, yeah. I don't think in the video game. I think they had the character of Bill. Um, and but no Frank, I don't believe. But and his backstory was similar, and uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, they they really developed it for the for this this. Yeah. What about well, you, Brandon? Game. I got yeah. and I got a good story off of that. I want to get to. Yeah, in the game, they didn't like each other. Um, so it was actually I forget which one it was. Oh, Joel and Bill. No, well, no Frank and uh, Frank and sorry, and what's it? What was his partner? Bill. Right? Bill. Still. So one of them passed away and oh. they left a note saying, like, I'm glad that you're, you know, I'm glad I'm not with you anymore, basically. So what they they changed that for the show and like made it. Oh, it okay. Was, was fantastic. But they didn't like each other in the game. And one of them was already gone. So in the game, they are in the show, they kind of made it like, hey, we're going to Romeo and Juliet. We're going out together. Um, but, you know, that was that both of those scenes you guys talked about are incredible. Um yeah, my my favorite one I have to say was actually the um 
Oh, I just pulled it up the episode. It was uh, When We Are in Need, episode eight, um, when mm-hmm. Ellie and Ken <laughs> encounters the cannibals. And, you know, there's just like a whole lot of character development through up to this point where, you know, you have a person that takes on some cargo, protecting it, then gets attached to it. And I'm not talking about the Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> but, but you have, you know, it's like a first. But you kind of are. Cargo. You kind of are because it's the I, same I, guy. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. We're not talking about Mandalorian. <laughs> this is strictly The Last of Us. Any other comparisons are purely coincidental. Um, so, but, you know, you have this point now where it's like Ellie is no longer cargo and you see that relationship shift. So yeah. now she's trying to take care of Joel and like, hey, I'm like putting her life on the line. I'm going to risk everything to try eat our mission. Your whole mission was to get me to the fireflies to save humanity. But yeah. now because the lines are becoming blurred, I am going to risk my life to protect you because of what you've done for me. So then she gets taken in by these people. And I just thought it was amazing because you see the, the first scene where, you know, David is having dinner with these people and you read the sign and it was something about, you know, support, provide for your, do you know, support your father and you will, and he will provide. Yeah. And I think by the end of the episode, you kind of learn like, oh, like, oh, he's, that's him. That's yeah. him that he's really talking well, about. Sure. You see his you plate know, of, of venison and it's like 10 times as much as everyone else is eating. <laughs> Yeah, and I didn't. Re- I didn't pick. I up think it was Vince, time. not venison. I think it was called Vince. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, little, venison. Uh... Gotcha. <laughs> but I had not picked up bad. on that, so I was reading comments. Like, but I, it's like, oh yeah, his plate was bigger than everybody else's. <laughs> but you have all these different elements of like he's, you know, coming in. He's the leader of all these people, and you. I feel like that's realistic. That it's like, oh man, we're low on resources. How do I support these folks? So we're going to have to get into some sketchy stuff to support them that they may not like, but we really have to keep that on the hush. We'll tell some people, but we can't tell everybody. Um, The scene when that, when Ellie, uh, you know, approaches him with the rifle and then they send off James to go, you know, get the medicine and they're having a conversation. I was really almost fooled by, by, by David and, you, you know, you're wondering whether to trust him and you're and then suddenly when when James shows up with the gun, it just like suddenly turns and, and you're like, oh, my God, I, I was I was yeah. taken off guard. That's good. Good acting. And, and really. Oh, yeah. That was really, really put well you on, on notice. Like, oh, I got, I got to watch who I trust. A, <laughs> it was a great setup. But I mean, this guy is purely manipulative because yeah. he had a pistol on him the entire time. But it's like, oh, yeah, I threw my gun to you and I'm going to play your game. But like he was in control the entire time. So then once his buddy came back and he was aiming, it's like, okay, like at any point I could have had you, Ellie, and I didn't. So I'm I'm doing this, you know, for my own intents. Now I hear he was such a creeper. Such a (laughs) creeper. Right. And now in the game, I hear that this is the point in the game where throughout most of it you're playing Joel, but at this point you switch to Ellie and it kind of cut, you know, gate. Yeah, gamers were a little caught off guard when they were doing this. It's like, oh, and you get more invested in her character and her. So, so they really changed this episode. Even I think, I think the expectation was that Joel was going to save the day at the end, and they really gave it to Ellie. She's the one who had to find it in herself to to kill the living shit out of this guy. You know, I mean, my God, <laughs> she goes, she goes all, you, you know, um, the shining on on this guy with. <laughs> 
And he didn't save her in the game either. Like she was hacking away at him and he had to pry her off. I watched I watched uh, the cutscene and it's almost uh, identical. Although he shows up right behind her after he after Ellie hacks him up. But so uh, they they talked about that in the podcast. The reason they changed that was is was a safety issue because they had the burning building and stuff like that. They wanted the the actors to be pulled out of that building so that they could take their time with that scene rather than have this potential extra safety uh, hazard with a burning building around them and things like that. And I was like, yeah, you know, it kind of worked. They should have had her unlocking the door as she ran out though, too, because uh, David made a point of saying all the doors are locked and I've got the keys, you know, and, Oh. And then she just pushes yeah, but, her way out with one of those. You know what of, though? But that dude, he was a he was a fucking liar. So I would, he probably just said that. I was shit. doing oh, I was oh, I was doing a Noah. No, you're always the one that kind of nits yeah. all this shit. So. Yeah. I did. <laughs> He's a liar and he could have just done yeah. that like, yeah. oh don't worry. No point in struggling because you're Absolutely. screwed. But, but you know, the above all, like I think my my favorite part of that is just that that community of, you know, you have these people that are kind of being taken over and there's a little cult like one in there. Oh, not just like. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, very cult like. We're <laughs> very cult like. Yeah, which and... is interesting. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, I was just saying, you have this very cult like thing. And, you know, you see Ellie, because in one of the episodes before, she's like, I can't. When, when, um, when Joel first got injured, she's like, I can't do this on my own. So you really see her kind of take off on her own. And really, she, if she, when pushed into a corner, she did take care of herself. But I just liked all the elements of the cannibalism. You have this leader that's, basically running a cult um he's very manipulative and yes. you have ellie taking charge of getting out of there and it was without joel's assistance um the other two last thing i'll add in there was just the the whole backstory leading up to that because that was like two episodes ago where Wait, joel and ellie killed the people that yeah. they of that group so then it came back so it kind of like that caught me up i'm like oh man that was two episodes ago that and they're still upset and they're fighting these people okay like there's a huge motive for why this is happening so i really liked all of that going on. yeah no it was, it, i i like that they did feed that into it and it, it made sense and stuff like that that was one of the things that i thought was really cool i wanted to mention really quick too uh uh troy baker who was the voice of joel in the video game played james he was the 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 david's sidekick he's also the one that that caught that uh Cleaver, to the yeah. Uh, <laughs> which he he acted from what I remember. Uh, I think he said he requested he wanted a brutal death in in the show. Uh, something he just thought he's like I've always wanted to die really good in the show or something like that. It's know. the same death in the video game. It's it's but although in this one they really focus in on his you know his expression as the life is draining out of him. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, the, that I, and like I said, I didn't look at any of the cutscenes. I think I didn't even think about looking up a gameplay. But a lot of people talked about that scene where she uh, just is going fucking manic on the dude's face with the thing. We uh, watch it with this. This is a, a very cool show too because it's not very gory in that aspect. Where you know, my wife was watching this with me and she really enjoyed it. But she's not much into that. This is one of those scenes where she literally was like, oh, and turned away. She's like, she just couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 but that's what I think they wanted. They wanted that. And, you know, we, we get it in later in the next episode where you just see that effect on her, where a lot of people were calling this like their, her loss of innocence and stuff like that. That was a potential rape scene too. So like yeah. you have. Oh, they made like David a f the, just everything you could. Let's, let's see. Let, let's 
make this creepy bucket and call it David, and let's just throw all the shit in there. He's a pedo. He's you know he's a fucking mm-hmm. cult leader. He's a fucking cannibal. Like just let's just pack it on. They, I mean, I don't know what else they could have done. You know, made him a politician mm-hmm. is the only other thing that I think they could have made him to make him creepier. I think so. I think with the next episode, look look for the light. I kind of reinterpreted her because because at first I thought, oh yeah, she's she's in shock still from that. But then I realized, well, it's not snowing anymore. There obviously it's been a, it's it's la- it's much later. There's some there's some time jumps that they don't really explain. So I I kind of reinterpreted that as that she knows that they're approaching the city and decisions need to be made, and she's just a little overwhelmed by that. The directors um, were actually saying that. Yeah, the directors were actually saying that 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 was her. Just they were still dealing with her dealing yeah, processing with. that whole situation. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And and yeah. and Joel was trying to process how his change of attitude towards her and how to approach it. And that's how you know that's where we get that scene. He's like, "Hey, I found one, Chef Boyardee." You know, he's trying sure. to be I, I, yeah. jovial and 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 you know, uh, you know, he's wanting her to read him some puns and stuff like that. It's, it's it. You talked about it earlier. That switch of character when he goes from you know cargo to to caring, so strong and and uh, you know, uh, Pedro Pascal killed it in the in the acting. I mean they both Bella Ramsey killed it in this too. Like I, I didn't see any bad acting in this entire series. I think it benefited. They talked about that too, where you know in that scene in the show where he's like where he's hugging her. He's like I got you, baby girl. And yeah. that's like that that line is like the first time of him, like that that complete transition of cargo to like I'm, you yep. know we're we're having we have a vibe to no now you are like daughter you're entering daughter territory yeah yeah um but I don't know if in the show too if she had said she does she never completes the sentence but she's like he tried to and then that's where like the hug comes in so I think you know them processing in the next scene where it's very you know quote unquote awkward. Joel has no idea what happened. He's just there, like, picking up the pieces. He doesn't know to what extent that she had gone through. But also, right, too, right. like, assuming it occurs off screen, we don't know to the extent that she shared. Like, yeah, like, I was on the table. They got the knife. They're about to chop me up. But then I said I was infected, so it bought me some time. Like, we don't know if that conversation was had. Right, so true. she's having all these feelings that he may or may not be aware of. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Very, very cool. I wanted to mention, though, uh, we talked about the transition from Cargo to, to, you know, his daughter, basically, in the, in the end, that's what he thinks of her as. But I thought the nine-episode stretch, nine hours, was really benefited from that, um, to, to see that transition in a way that it wasn't, it wasn't something you could point to and say, oh, that's exactly what did it, or that's what did it. It was a slow transition. It built, and it felt... It felt earned in the end, where you really felt like, "Yep, absolutely, he's he's invested," and this is this is well, this, yeah. <clears throat> where and it didn't even start the, off with the her. big climax at the end when he takes oh, out shit. the whole hospital. You you understand that. You feel like, "Oh my God, this is horrific," but my God, I I, I understand it, which is kind of terrifying to to realize. But yeah. <laughs> the other good part about it is is they didn't start off the 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 whole show with her just being all on board with him either you know Tess was actually who she believed in and, and she didn't like Joel in the beginning right but yeah, then Tess, Tess was ready to check out <laughs> he was yeah like, I don't, I'm done I don't want to do this and she was like yeah I don't need you old man and but then it, she got left with him and it's like oh shit you know so yeah neither neither side they they both had to grow and we see that grow through the whole thing and it's 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 fabulous the way it did you know I mean it it 
I think the the growth started happening with her when uh, she had to save him, right? In 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 episode four when they got caught in the the um, the the uh, ambush, right? And she shoots the kid and fucking uh, that scene too, where the kid's begging for his. Oh, I was like, oh, that's so fucking rough. It's like mm-hmm. uh, so crazy. I mean, it just uh, it. it it was done so well too because they're like this could have been over the top, you know, um, monsterish all the time. Just and I think you know, I it would have just been a oh let's just retell you know, uh, 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 what's the zombie show? Um, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Yeah, it could have just been that, you know. But no, they they went the opposite way. Like people were actually complaining that there wasn't enough of uh, the um, what uh, what I call. Infected the outbreaks. The, yeah, the cordyceps. Cordyceps, okay, there you go. Mm. You know, and, I was talking about that today earlier. Like, I, I'm kind of mixed on that because I like how this show focused a lot on character development. Yes. And even a lot of what people considered, like, like episode two, even though I can't recall it, I know it was very slow. The first <laughs> one was great. Second one slowed down. The third one, you have Bill and Frank, you're like, oh, my God, we're up again, and then it slows down again. But those filler, quote-unquote, episodes were the ones that, hey, we need to – create that character development so that when shit goes down later in the show, you actually feel that. Um, and I thought that was, I thought that was really important to play into that, but with the core, with there not being enough infected, I'm like, I'm on board and then off board with it at the same time. Cause again, I like the character development, but yeah. when you play like in playing the game, I'm playing part two, but like there's times where like you are, and even in the first one you're, where you're, it, it, it kind of demonstrates how difficult it is to survive and, acquire resources in the game so there could be a time where you open up a door and it was locked because you just got a combination you go in and then there's a bunch of infected in there but with that it's not just a random placement of infected it's people that stowed away in there um something happened to them and then they got infected so now like they've been in there for 10 plus years (laughs) and you know you're just now discovering them so it kind of goes to show like i really need something so i'm gonna go in here and go do that and oh man there's like a a family in here that died um but it kind of demonstrates how it's like resources are really hard playing the game for whatever reason i'm having a really hard fucking time finding tape um so like (laughs) imagine like in real life going through and like looking for canned food at this point 30 years later that's impossible well that's Um, that's what that's my biggest problem with the show um Mm. Is, is it it's like if if it was only a 10 year jump i'd have been like yeah there's probably still more some resources but 20 years there's nobody's got electricity i'm sorry mm-hmm. you just the the you can't like you can't just keep that equipment up you can't just go oh this generator's going to run forever you run out of gas and if you don't have people working on a refinery you don't have gas it's not a natural thing right mm-hmm. electricity is not natural like all the shit that like the only people that I believed after 20 years, I was like, and I fucking loved them. And I believe it was, uh, I think it's like episode six, uh, Ken, where, they're, where they, before they give, uh, meet up with uh, his brother in the, in the town, they run into the, the little cabin and it's got the, the, the two um, husband and wife that are in there they're, they're uh oh right you know, they're, uh, and they're just they're laughing at them and stuff and they're like yeah don't go past the you know the uh uh the, the, the dam and all that yeah. yeah they were so fun but it was like yeah like they're out in the middle of nowhere 
just living their best life or whatever it was, hunting when they need to, doing their thing. I was just like, they were great. Uh, I guess it's uh, Marlon and, and Florence were the were the two. Just mm. I, two throwaway characters, essentially. So yeah. much fun. Like, that was literally probably the funnest part of the whole show, other than I did I did dig the, the pun book. I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I thought I, that I, was I, cool. I wasn't. That was my least favorite episode. I think that was Ken, but I think that yeah. th- those characters were, were mm. wonderful. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I get you on that. Yeah, that would just be my only complaint of, like, if you didn't have enough infected. Not so that, like, I don't need them rushing in and getting shot in a bunch of gun battles, but more so to really stress the, the point of how hard it can be to find a resource because right. you don't know where these things are hiding. Um, exactly. And the, the level of planning and complexity that goes into infiltrating a building to go and get something. That would be my... If I were to complain about not enough infected, that what, would what be did my you reason. what did you think? So so you wanted to see more of the infected. What did you think about the end of uh, uh, endurance survive uh, the the underground blow up of uh, the mushroom kingdom? Right, they they came out in droves. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah. So that I mean, that was like. Yeah, I mean that was a good episode, but you know, again, like I, I'm, I'm fine with the way the show turned out. I don't need more infected. Okay. Um, but you know, but that episode though, like that was a good one, and especially during the game because it's like you have a sniper coming at yeah. you know shooting at you and everything, and you have to go and cleverly <laughs> get in here, and you die about fifty times. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, but, but I think it's one of those like I would have loved because you know there's. You know, Steve mentioned left, you know, left for dead in the beginning where you have where we were talking about the witch and like that's really scary. So in that episode that you just brought up, no, you have a bloater at that point. Yeah, and bloaters, <laughs> suck. They, they really, really, really suck aside next to uh, um, clickers. They, they really suck. So it would have been cool to see more of the special ones. So not so much the runners, which are the most common ones, but yeah, let's okay. see some bloaters. Let's see some, let, let's see the stuff that like really made the game difficult. <laughs> um, Cause it gives, it gives complexity like to how like they were um, turning into different types of infected based on the, the environment that they oh my were God. in and how they <clears throat> adapted. Um, so so, so really cool. the creators went through that in that podcast. They talked about how they decided what was so runners are the first the first level of the infected, right? That's that's just the 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 cortisopes getting in there and kind of taking over. The clickers are the next iteration where they've actually started to decompose the body and kind of take over, and that takes the sight and the sound, you know, and then they become the clickers. The bloaters are apparently the 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 stubborn ass humans that won't fucking give up and and survive long enough that they just start to decompose and, and kind of combust on themselves and become the bloaters and so they're the, they're the oldest and strongest of them and stuff like that and they went into this whole thing and I was like that's some cool shit uh mm-hmm. episode uh 4 in endurance survive that big big crazy battle another thing they wouldn't five. have had that many yeah five sorry they would have had that i mean those guys were shooting like the, like like it was at the range day you like those guys do not have that many fucking magazines that fill like they were just full auto unloading like yeah no <laughs> 20 years later there's not that many bullets because nobody's making them mm-hmm. let, let, let's go back to this nobody's able to manufacture anything so you're not getting that shit i'm sorry just not the way um <laughs> So, uh, you know, and, and I guess it's in the gameplay. It's kind of like that. Like, you don't have a you don't have a, an assault rifle for most of it. You basically have, 
you know, a pistol uh, or single action rifle and things like that, and you really got to be spare with your your bullets. So a lot of, I guess, a lot of Molotov cocktails that they make, which you can make with any burning liquid uh, and, and knives and stuff, which I believe that that's perfect. But um, I just thought it was cool. They One of the things they brought up is they were really proud of the fact that they had this little kid clicker that killed uh, uh, Marlene, I guess, the, the name they brought it. out a cut of the a young contortionist. I didn't know yes. contortionist, but yeah, they had her. They hired her and had her in there and did her thing. They really said cool. that the interview process that when they were looking at that, they all walked out of there just like creeped out. It was like oh my god, just the way she was moving and stuff. They were like. The one guy was like, yeah, my spine was like tingling from fucking top to bottom. Just why it was like, it was the most creepy thing, but it was like also one of the most perfect things. And then, you know, we have uh, uh, Melanie uh, Linsky played Kathleen, who I, you know, it's funny when as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, hey, you know, and I'm like, I I know her, but I'm like, where do I know her from? Yes, exactly. And that's where it came up. And I was like total switch from the character like when she came back and, and fucking was brutal and just fucking murked that dude i was like oh that's not her from two and a half men at no. all she's at she's all. directed some movies she's she's done some really good she's, she's a, such a she, cool she's she's just a cool actress and just, but i thought it was really cool uh but yeah she got killed by the kid you know the 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 child uh clicker which you know people were like you know we just had to have it happen because she was such a you know because she was like I guess earlier in the episode or one of the episodes, they were like, well, he, you know, talking about Henry and Sam, and they're like, well, they're just children. And she goes, oh, fuck it, children die too. You know, mm-hmm. so she was just kind of heartless. And they're like, yeah, so it, it just kind of was, they were like, it just felt good to have a kid click or kill her. <laughs> and I was just like, I like these guys. I like the way they think. You know, if I just- were to say I had a, like a least favorite aspect of the show, it would actually be more of a compliment at the same time. It would be that the characters such as Henry, especially Kathleen, even David, like these are, well, let's just stick with Kathleen and David. Like Mm -hmm. they, these were good villains. I was like, this is like Kathleen and her vendetta of avenging her brother, David of like having this community of, you know, cannibals. Like I want to see more of them. Henry in the sense of, you know, I'm doing everything and all that I can to save my brother. But then they're all gone in one episode. So it's like you did this yeah, yeah. really good job of like, I, I want to see more of this, but they're gone. Um, yeah. So that would be like a complaint that I would have. But I really I really liked what was going on with Kathleen. Um, it just I feel like she was taken too quickly. So Perry, uh, he was the number two guy to Kathleen. He was the one. Mm-hmm. He was her kind of right hand man. Uh, he was another Tommy. Yes. I was just going to say he's another one of the I think he's that got the most time uh, on screen. Uh, of the voice actors, uh, which was which was really cool. But it just, I love the fact that they did that because you know there's uh, there's a big thing about voice actors. You know, in these video game uh, movies coming out, that they're like, yeah, you know, we do all this work, and then they bring in these high profile actors, and they get all the praise and stuff. And it's like we're the ones that really set the thing. Where they really went back and said, no, you guys helped us make this what it is. We're gonna we're gonna bring you in. There's like I, yeah, I think you said six or seven, and I I believe that's easily the number of voice actors that were were in this movie whether they played themselves or someone else um uh, you know this, just, this guy tommy he played he played the same role right no no he played perry who was uh kathleen's the only one that i think played the same role was um oh, marlene God, marlene 
Yes. Yeah. I think she is the only one, and she is the one that uh, she was in the early uh, episode. She's the one that was the head of the Fireflies. At the I end, she, yeah. And sure. she's also in the very beginning. Okay, right. Um, uh, but I think she is the only one that played her same character technically. Mm-hmm. Um, although there is one other person who made a very brief appearance in the final episode uh, who is a, is a big character. But she played a nurse. She was one of the nurse. But her big character is someone else, and but she also played a nurse in there, so she she was in there. I think she's the only mm. other person that. But it's uh, uh. and apparently it's a big name. I don't know. That, I think more from the the part two rather than part one. What? But, how yeah. did how did part two and part one differ? I mean, was it the was it the entirety of the story that we saw in the series yes. that was part one and part two? No, it's just part one. Part one. So part yeah. two part is, is that so is that been the show relit? stayed very <laughs> close to part one. It doesn't okay. go into part two at all. Okay. Um, yeah, I think there was like one part where they show like a scene of like a place in Wyoming that you see in part two, but that was the okay. only thing. So which is good for me because I'm I was like I need to get through part two as soon as I can. <laughs> no spoilers, but I still haven't finished it. But I got through enough. To where I'm like, okay, if this scene doesn't happen, then they're not going to touch on this at all. That's all I'll say. Yeah. About that. From what I understand, part two, the video game is going to be covered in in uh, a season two and three of the show. I guess it's a little bit bigger. They're okay. going to go a little bit longer. So part like, one, the 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 ending, the very last line, that whole Ooh. sequence, that's just like the I watched the that that in the video game, and they do the same thing. It's the last yep. last couple lines, and then they cut to credits in the video game. So. They really stuck to that. There was a lot of things that they they did exactly the same, uh, or or to the to the point where they tried to use the exact same lines. They tried to use the exact same inflection. Even the giraffe scene when the giraffe shows yes. up, yeah. it, not only was it you know the uh, the scene was pretty much verbatim, but it it looked the same. You know, visually, it was like oh my god, the, watching the game, it's like that's exactly how they lit it. That's exactly the cutout, and it, it, you know, I was you know. So get this, real giraffe. In the, mo- Real in the giraffe. show. Real giraffe. I'm like, that's cool as shit. Like that the, tongue the, coming out and grabbing the, the joy <laughs> on her face, yeah. on Bella Ramsey's face, is legit because I would have that same reaction. Like if I I mean, I'm an animal freak to begin with. Like I, I love cats, dogs, wild, you know, all the wild animals. I, I just I, I could live at a zoo. I, I just would have a, a just a great time. But to yeah, to be in front of something like a giraffe like that where it's eating that close <laughs> out of your hand. Holy crap. I mean, you just could not help but just glow and, and you see it on her face. And I I think that's what makes it so cool. And I'm glad that they went with, with it, realism in that. It, it totally reminded me of the scene in Jurassic Park when uh, the, the kids are up in the yes. in the in, in the trees. Yes. And the the bro, bro, bronchiosaurus or something or whatever the brontosaurus. Excuse is. you. <laughs> Thank you. Excuse me. Um, is is eating out of their hands? I know there was a lot of uh, complaints about the, the the size of the head, and those didn't didn't quite um, match what they would have been. Oh, no, come but on! Any, but I, I'm not going to. Ain't nobody answer. seen a real dinosaur? To, I mean, yeah, come on. <laughs> but anyway, when I when that when that head came up on you know just like that, it was it was the same yeah. sort of sort of feeling. Nice. Yeah, I just I was cool. One of the I was gonna bring it up earlier. One of the cool things they they tried to do a lot of of little Easter eggs for the game people. 
where they brought in things like that, like direct lines and direct scenes and cut scenes and stuff like that, that were so exact that it was like, like you just took the, the game in and put real actors in it and did it. Some of the other stuff they did is they took props and made them as, as accurate to the game as they could. So there was uh, like that bottle of whiskey from um, when they, when the girls got it is, is apparently was in the game and it had a name. Um, it's a, uh, Ham- Hamblin whiskey, which was uh, it was what they did, and they made that another one. Um, the blanket when Joel was stabbed and they were, he was in the basement of that house, the, apparently the blanket has the exact same pattern on it and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, some of the clothes that they wore, different things like that. Um, one of the ones that made me laugh the most was there is a scene where in I think it's in uh, the episode three, and, or it might have been episode four, episode three or four. Um, where uh Ellie pulls out a uh it's a it's a gay porn mag and it's it's right. it they did the exact like they did it verbatim from the sh- uh the game like i guess that's apparently like literally the same shots it's it's a fake <laughs> magazine they did it i was like that's so fucking cool that they went and created these things from the game just to make sure that they were in uh the scene in the basement with with Sam and then where they're in that kind of like, uh, it looked like a, a schoolhouse for some people that lived underground. Apparently that is is exactly how it is in the game. And apparently you walk around and you can find all these little notes everywhere. Right. And like that, that reminded me of Left for Dead. Whenever you're kind of gotten through a, a, a sequence of, you know, a swarm, and then you finally make it into the safe house where you can get your ammunition and restock and get some health and stuff like that. They put you in those those same type of rooms where you can look around yeah. and see people have scribbled on the walls and left like um, messages for their you know their last messages or or help us or you know these sort of things. <laughs> it's it, it's interesting. I remember when I was watching the cutscenes last night, I I noticed a movie poster and I remembered. It's like oh, I saw that in the in the series. It was like Night of the Wolf Part Two or something like that. Oh, um, and it was it, it's like that's exactly what it was. It was the same thing. So I I, I hear you. Oh shit. It. They uh they make a big deal out of this one uh, with uh, you said uh, movies made me think of the video game they they made a big deal out of Mortal Kombat uh, two two sure <laughs> uh, and and apparently that wasn't the the video game apparently there was a game that they had to create their own uh, in the video game because at the time they couldn't get the you know they couldn't get they didn't have the credit to pull uh, you know Mortal Kombat two <laughs> and they're like and the guy was asking well why'd you go with two and he goes well because that's the best one and they're like you know they just they had this whole it was cool but okay are <laughs> <laughs> they just they the, for some reason the, dire- the the creators were like no like Mortal Kombat two was the one and I and I just thought that was pretty funny that they they went that far and and it's true I mean I could see being obsessed with a thing like you know the the whole world collapses and you're going to find these remnants of things that that people today are are just think of happenstance right video game walkthrough books right you know i have i have one from like 7 8 years ago it's 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 the stupidest one it's the lego avengers but i had to have it cuz i was like not only do i enjoy the game there's some parts i'm having trouble getting through like i need this so they're out there but that's something that these ki- the the kids at that time are going to be like, oh yeah, this is this is the coolest thing from like, could you imagine just being able to walk down to the store and get this, comic books, right? I guess the comic book that they had in that in that basement I was talking about earlier, that underground scene, was was one they created for the the um the video game. That's where the the line uh, endure and survive came from. 
and uh, the the creators were like, yeah, that's one of our that's one of the ones I wish I would have changed. He's like, you know, he's like, it just it's kind of like it just means the same thing. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, you, you were talking about licensing as far as the game. Did they talk about? I, I think you said this was your least favorite episode, the Left Behind, when they're in the mall. Um, but but I noticed a lot of the '80s music, and and it made me think of. I think when they're in the carousel, it's like, hey, that's that's the cure. That's uh, just yeah. like heaven. And and uh, they did, uh, I think, simple. Mo- uh, there was a couple other songs that that were from the '80s. But I remember one of the early episodes. They said '80s meant trouble, or you know, they yes, she like broke the code. And I'm curious, did they did they say that that's why they were playing some '80s music? In exactly. The, in the, did they? That's right. exactly <laughs> what it was. Um, there's a oh god, I can't remember. It was a, I think it's a Cure song. Let, just uh, like heaven was the one they played on the carousel. I picked that out. There, there's one. I, I don't think it's that's the one, but it's okay. one where it's a it's a slower version, um, and a and the girl sings it. Um, and it's uh, and maybe it is that one, but it's actually the creator's well, there was daughter. Take, there was take on me too that they played that she's listening to on the Walkman. I believe. No, no, it's not okay. that. It's it, this is one where it's it's definitely a re re-envisioned you know a redone ver- uh, oh it's of- the depeche mode one yes um, that's it that's it yeah so uh with my best friend yes that's oh, it yeah so that was that's effective. the creator that was good the creator's daughter uh she's an 18 she's 18 and and she's he's she's a singer and he's like she's like i was thinking about wanting to do this and i'm like oh i need to send this out to-. and he's like wait i got this kid living up in the stairs <laughs> in a room just mooching off me. I'm gonna, you know. So apparently he he got her to do it, and he had to go push her to do it. That's great. He's like like two weeks later, he's like, um, you remember that song I asked you to do? Like, I, I really need that. So can you <laughs> can you get on that? Uh, but yeah, he said so. That was that, and and I remember hearing that, and just like it is haunting. Yeah, it was good. Haunting. They're touring the best mode. The the band they're touring this this year, I believe. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. I saw that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know about. I sounded pretty good. I think I saw him on Jimmy Kimmel or something like that. They did a, okay. They did a song. They did uh, personal. He Jesus. didn't look as good as he used to, but no, no, he sounds but, as good. Well, they don't. Well, <laughs> I don't you, look as good. Have as you I seen used the to. Cure? The Cure. Well, I know. I mean, they always had the makeup and the crazy hair and stuff, mm-hmm. but but it doesn't look quite as good when you're you're 30 yeah. years older. <laughs> No, 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 I get you. Were you saying that was your was the mall scene your least favorite episode? It was, and I don't know exactly why. It was just one of the you know we talk. There's people that talk about what they call the phone test in in movies when or shows when you watch them at home. Like, do you find yourself on your phone while you're watching them? And this is Mm. one of the only episodes that didn't pass the phone test for me. And I don't know exactly why. I don't know. I, I don't know if it was a slower story. I just didn't feel as attached to it. Um, I and I know one of the parts that really I just I didn't like at all. I thought I just I didn't like the aesthetics of it is when they go into the Halloween store and they got the masks on or they're dancing. I was just kind of like, I I don't get it. I'm I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't find it interesting. I did. I was kind of like, okay, get on to something. I liked the message. I liked the idea of the story because it was background for Ellie and we got, you know, why she was the way she was. I didn't mind that part of it. I, I wasn't upset about any of that. I just found the way the story was told out of the nine other episodes, that was my least favorite, uh, you know, it was the least interesting to me. And I think uh, Steve mentioned it, uh, uh, episode um Seven or is it seven? It was Ken. Ken. It was when he went Ken. and saw Tom, Tommy. That was that was another. Yeah. That was another one that there was parts of it I really liked, but there was also parts of it I was kind of like, ugh. Okay. Well, I think it's both of those. 
you know, in 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 uh, Left Behind, we had Riley. Uh, it, yeah. So she's really the only character. Which so it's all about their relationship, and I and. In both her and and Tommy, I didn't feel that connected with. Whereas the other right. episodes, they did. I think there was more to it, and maybe it was because um, you saw them. I, I, I guess I don't know, but uh, but I think that's that's why it's the side characters just weren't as engaging to me. Um, but it doesn't it doesn't discount the fact that I still thought. I thought every episode was really strong. It's just there's one that's one or two that are going to be. I, you know, when you, if you rank had them, to pick, yeah. <laughs> you got to rank them. One of them's got to be on the bottom. Yeah, that those mm-hmm. those are two that would be like in whatever nine and eight, you know, back and forth. Those, but that in in it was like like Steve said, I think it's the characters that were in it weren't as uh, moving as some of the others. I thought Riley was cast really well in how. You know, especially we were around Ellie for so long. We get a sense of who she is, her strengths, and and I I bought their relationship. And that's not easy when you just introduce a character for one episode, and they've got to come across, especially in how they related. I thought I thought she, I thought the person who played Riley really. Um, oh, I saw that was, too. Was impressive I... and 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 sold that relationship. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, and I think the page that I'm on too is like it did feel. I I, I kind of feel where Noah's coming from because there's an element where it almost felt like it was okay. This is a date that's going really well. Mm-hmm. Like I I, I kind of get that, but I don't know if it's like in retrospect that you <laughs> see it what they came to. And you're like oh, okay, like I get it now. Like that makes sense. But I don't feel like I needed that much. T- I don't feel like I needed that much time to get to here. Right, yeah, right, right. I get that. I get that. I would, I would have almost I would have preferred more time spent in episode nine of Joel going through the <laughs> hospital doing what he was doing uh, because it, it's like in the game that's really difficult. Um, but like in there it was kind of like this. I don't to me whenever there's music in the background, it's like that typically tells me the character is going to be fine. But you know, it's just like going through like headshotting this, doing that. Like it was no problem getting to Ellie. But I would have liked to have seen that a little more difficulty, a little bit more difficult. Where like the date scene, it's like okay, yeah, this is going really well, and like oh shit, but then now they have to have a scene or ending that to where they wait that. Show the end that of it. Time spent exactly that time spent instead of the dating part. Like yeah, put some time into that. But that time spent of like what their last hours are looking like, and then one of them turns, and then they have to go show her. Sh- I would show her. Show her having to kill her. You know? Yeah. Show mm-hmm. her that. I, I would have been mm-hmm. more for that, or even give a little bit more time to before she disappears. Give us give us some time of showing the pre disappear friendship. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, would have helped a little bit more, too. I agree with that. Um, you know that you talk about that last scene in, in, in episode nine. Um, you know, we get we get Joel kind of becoming, you know, it, Tommy said it. There's other ways to do things. We just were no good at that, right? And so we know that that Joel can just turn it on and be be the animal. No when they talk about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the things I was like, I was like, yeah, he's like Joel Wick. <laughs> he's just, he just fucking, he was murking those dudes. I was like... If these fire, if this is what the fireflies are. How the fuck are they still around? These guys yeah. are weak. Like, I mean, one fucking guy is murking all of them. Come on, like, yeah. like he's uh, not nice better. He just went through I mean, all those guys. I, I get it. It's it's you know, I mean, it's John Wick. You know, 
It's, it, it's, I, I, you know, I almost would have liked, I'm kind of, there's two parts of me. Part of me was, would have loved to see him John Wicket. Some, some grappling, some fucking throat punches, you know, just some craziness in it. Then the other side is me is like, no, he just he walks through Merc style and just, you know, uh, Navy Steel, Seal style and just, you know, animalistic kind of the kill mode, and which they give us. And they, they give us, a, it's, it's a, his, his uh, brain turns off of that, you know, I'm trying to think of the right words to say it, but he basically goes into uh, all-out mode. Like, they're, they're, I'm not going to let anything stand in my way. And a lot of people were talking about that. It's like, what would you do as a parent? Like, at that point, he's the parent. Well, what, what would you do yeah, for your child? Exactly. And you've talked about, Noah, how, how you know, your fight instincts when you were younger and how you just see red, you know? You'd, oh, yeah, fuck, for sure. And, and <laughs> I, I, think, I think they got that across. You felt... Or I mean, it was. It you was, saw the trigger flip. Yeah, I you think saw it, it flip. I think if they went a little bit more in grappling and John Wick style, <laughs> it would it would have distracted. It would have taken away from the emotional impact of like he doesn't yes. give a shit. You know, he all he is he is tunnel visioned on this one relationship that he has. You know, he's he he never thought he'd love again, and now he's let it happen, and now that's he he can't let it happen. Another time, he can't lose this person. He's going to do right. everything in his power, and he doesn't care about putting himself in harm, harm's way. And it's probably just luck that he didn't get taken out. But but man, uh, they kept that emotion through it. So I I think I th- I prefer that they didn't go. All, oh, I agree. All out I know. I, I I'm I'm just yeah. I'm like thinking it would be kind of funny just you know having yeah. him go John Wick. <laughs> and I don't think I'm asking for like a fight scene. I just think more of like you know, hiding behind walls, like really trying to get to the room, but also too, like, you know, we have to keep in mind, I believe in the, in the show and the game, like Joel is in his sixties. Like he's not, he's a, he's an average older guy. So, you know, I'm not going to look for the grappling and like the spinning around the <laughs> black widow does and like in Marvel and everything. Like I'm not looking for that, but, um, you know, so I'm like looking for more of a, you know, I don't think you could just walk through a, ho- a hotel, a hospital, just, you know, but you are this and walk into the room and get her out. You are looking for that, like over, you know, that ability to lift a car off someone, you know, when your child has been, mm-hmm. sma- you know, smashed, you're, you it's, know, you, they say people that, you know, have, have this ability to tap into this extra strength when they're faced with something so, so personal. And so, you know, that they, and, and maybe that's what they were trying to get across a little bit. Well, th- they did, but it's a little bit different. He wasn't lifting tall, you know, tall buildings and jumping over stuff and tr- lifting trucks. But what he was doing is he turned off his emotion yeah. that uh, any other life is worthy. Uh, you know, he was able to turn off and, and, the guy, you know, they, they really showed the guy putting down the gun and he still fucking capped him. He's yeah. like, no, I'm not, I'm not giving you guys any chance. Oh, I if I leave any of you alive, they're coming back behind me. And, and so they, they were showing and, and they, they played the music with it and they, they said they wanted a very slow, somber song because they wanted to show that it, was, it wasn't an action scene. It yeah. was, it was a, a loss of humanity and, and not only in the lives lost, but it, it, he, he turned off his humanity to able to be able to do that. And I was like, fuck, it, you know, so it is very, very emotional and cool. I noticed how this very much reminded me of gameplay, how he would, you know, drop a weapon and pick up another one, you know, that was left behind and, and reload all, to. all those things that you do in the middle of gameplay, which I, I was kind of amused at that, at that I hadn't seen that before until this. Well, episode. that makes more sense too. And, and this is where I give them credit because... 
uh, you see this in a lot of other movies where they'll just pick up a random magazine. Okay, I own, <laughs> right. I don't want to say how many guns I own, but I own enough guns and none of the magazines are interchangeable. Yeah. Not fucking one of them. <laughs> Doesn't matter if they have the same size bullet in them. Not one magazine is interchangeable. Right. So, uh, you know, you see that a lot of, ma- uh, I want, Wanted is one of the movies that, uh, Wanted? <laughs> I think it's wanted. Angelina Jolie and yeah, yeah, yeah. where they're just running around and just randomly picking up every other fucking magazine, and it just drops right into the pistol they have. They're also bending bullets by you know moving their arms. That's so doable. I did that last week. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, but no, I just I I I really like the fact because that's literally what it would be is is you would shoot with what you have, and then you would have to basically drop that gun and take the next, and and so I thought that was really cool and realistic how they did that i i was i was it impressed because that's usually the shit i pick up on and go no 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 you know it's that that meme with uh leonardo dicaprio you know and he's pointing at the, <laughs> the tv right yeah 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 <laughs> that's usually me when they do stupid things like that especially when it, when it comes to guns and and things like that because i i not that i'm a gun nut at all i'm i'm definitely not i don't know a lot i just it's, there's certain things that I've done in my life that I know that that's just not realistic. And it, for some reason, it comes out in movies and I go, no, 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 that doesn't work. <laughs> um, yeah. While So while we're in this hospital scene and talking about it, you know, that's leading yeah. up to the, you know, the season, fin- like that finale, that, that, oh, my God, this, you know, the this choice, line, yeah. the choice. So I, I'm asking you to watching the show, but you guys know the game and you two as fathers. What did you guys think of that scene at the end where it's like <sighs> you were you are going to lose your life and I have to lie to you and I you probably know that I'm lying but I am lying to you because I did not want to lose you. Um what did you guys think of that? How did that how did that last scene hit you guys? Uh it's it's it, a tough one. It especially from the fact that they had built the relationship on trust, you know, that by by episode 8 you just you feel their connection because of you know, they're able to finally connect in, a, in an honest way. And right here, he just says, you know, she says, was it was it real? He says, yep. And, um, and she comes back even more so and goes, okay, I'm going to believe. I'm going to ble- believe what you told me. Yep. Yeah. Not, not, okay, I believe you. I'm going to believe what you told me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. So it's it's two-part. It's, it is. I, I mean, I mean I've, I'm with Joel. I think... I think I would have made the same decision from the get go on on the start of that that whole episode. I would have I would have went John Wick on everybody. I would have not the fact that they never gave her the choice whether or not I believe that she would have taken that choice. I, I if it was my daughter, I probably would have done the same thing. I I would I would sacrifice all for for any one of my children and probably any one of my nieces and nephews or even close close relative friends. Uh, someone I like off the street for the most part. Um, I would sacrifice all that for sure. And then, and then in the end, I, I, you know, what do they say? Little white lies are the ones you tell to protect those others. Yes, it's it's bigger than a little white lie, but essentially, it's it's in the same thing. It's like I, I'm telling you this because I want to, I want to protect you from having to feel bad about it. Now, what do you think? Do you? I I I believe that if Ellie was given a choice she would have sacrificed herself for it right right and and i think that's something that joel knows too so i think this is a selfish 
move on his part, uh, but he's already lost his daughter and and, so and you know he selfish... tried to protect himself. I'm not going to love anyone else because I don't have to go through that again. <laughs> and then it happens, mm-hmm. and and now it's just like nope, I can't. I will not. So I cannot. And so I, I understand it. <laughs> By I that get point, it. It's and, too late. You know, you've already. And, and I think Joel also, in one way, was looking at it because, like, okay. And then this might this might be because I've gone to the doctors now like uh, two times in the last four weeks. The first time I got uh, some doctor told me some total bullshit that didn't fucking work. Two weeks later, I had to go back. Not all doctors are right. So this whole thing about her sacrificing her may or may not work. So I think that's part in Joel's mind. And yes, you're right. He's hundred percent. Like I can't sacrifice you. I can't, I can't let you give yourself up. And it's also that other part of a parent where it's like, um, I understand that, that you want to make this choice, but you haven't lived enough to understand the choices you're technically making. (laughs) And so, um, it's hard, but yeah, it's it's, apparently the game is exactly like this. And this has been an ongoing debate since the game was released (laughs) too. You know, this isn't just, you you know, I, I watched that episode last night, so I've only been processing for less than 24 hours. Um, and, and some people have been doing it for 10 years. <laughs> I want to ask, ask this next question, though, too, because, Steve, it kind of sounds like, you know, you're acknowledging, hey, that's kind of selfish and really messed up. Like, you shouldn't have done that. But, no, you're also like, you know, hey, like, that's if that's my, my family, I'm going to do that. So yeah. I'm going to ask this, objectively speaking, with your two views, would you consider Joel hero or villain? Yes, Objectively speaking, <laughs> okay. In, human. in the context, I, I, I consider him human, but uh, but okay, that's not the answer though. <laughs> so so here here here's here's the way I look at it, and and you can do this with with pretty much everything. Hero and villain is all about the lens you look at it. Exactly. That's why I said objectively speaking. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say in my mind as I look at him, I I see him as a hero because I think that. Ellie was set up from the get-go. They could have they could have worked. They they jumped to the least they they jumped to the worst case scenario. Let's just fuck cut a brain out killer. Right? Instead of just like, well, let's see what we can do, you know. So in his and in his mind, it was like, look, you you you're gonna take her from me. I'm not gonna let that happen. And that's what I would have done. So in my in my vision, in my lens, I see him as a hero. But if I step back and go, hey, he could have saved humanity, could have. Mm-hmm. You could also say, yeah, that's kind of villainous, but I, I still, I would have been there right behind him. If, 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 if I'd have been in the stairs with him, I'd have been right behind him picking up whatever gun was dropped down and like, yeah, let's get her out. What, so. when, you, when you talk about heroes and villains, I, I, well, he, villains especially, we've talked about with all the Marvel ones we've talked about. My favorite villains are, are always the ones that you can you can understand you you can you can relate and and it's almost kind of scary to say hey there's something in in their motivation that that you connect with and um and that that's kind of kind of terrifying i think with <laughs> with joel it's certainly you know you say objectively it's like well based on humanity obviously he's the villain cuz he's he's stripped them away of their of their cure but from if if you look at it from ellie he's, he saves her so i think that's it's not a guarantee cure. That's a typical <laughs> that, that's a typical choice that you're you know when people are faced with something it's like well for the good of the one for the good of the many or you know what's that that 
The way oh, the, the, the trains. The, the trains. Train. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, whereas you can you can read. They brought the that up. They said this is this is the same thing. This is the the, the question that everybody's been asking for forever. <laughs> You yeah. know, the good of the one or the good of the many. But, it, but it's also about love, too, and love being what can be the make you do the most horrific things um, because that's what he's driven by. He's, he, yeah. you know, this is, this is family. She has become a daughter to him, and that is, that is what has created this villain, if you say, because he wants to protect that. He doesn't want that to go away. Now, did he destroy it by... By now breaking that trust, and now he has to lie to her, and no, that's no longer Ooh, a thing. That's well, um, that's that's an interesting conundrum too, because I, yes, he, in a way he did lie to her, but like I said, you know those little white lies that you say to protect those other people. Parents you know, do it, yeah. Parents can. There's the there's the debate on how if you raise a child, where you are there, you parent them or you friend, you know, you befriend them and you can right, bond right. with them. And sometimes that could be not the best. You got to be a parent. You can't well, be a friend all the time. I, I mean, it's it's a fair debate. Right. You can't be a friend all the time. Sometimes you have to separate from that and say, no, I need to I need to be the authority figure here. And this is what. But how long did you tell now, him Santa was real? That's what I mean. <laughs> Little white lies to yeah. protect them. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, I, 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 it's funny. I, I just want to go back on that real quick. Um, I hated the fact that we told our kids Santa was real for so long because watching those kids open up those presents and fucking just seeing the joy on their face and then thanking Santa, like, <laughs> like motherfucker. Like, I, I, so I, I, you know, it's one of those things is I saw this later in life and I wish I'd have saw it is you give you give a kid one small gift from Santa and the rest are from you, and then that way Santa gets a little bit of credit, but you get the most. <laughs> I was like, yep. Yeah. And easier to fade him out too when you. Yeah, right. You know, Santa's not bringing anything anymore. Which is, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. But you know, I think another element to that conversation too is like you know when you know I was in the hospital in 2020 with my ruptured appendix. And when you're when you're going through that, you're sitting with your doctors and they're going over your options. Um, hey, you can have it removed now, but you have wet tissue, so you're going to remove some of your colon, or you can wait a couple months and have your appendix removed. That's the decision that we, you know, what was proposed to me. I talked it over with Sam and like, you know, like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. I trust the doctor. Things are cool. You know, you have to develop that relationship with your doctor as well here. However, in the show. You get Joel knocked out with the gun, oh. and then he wakes up, and then, you know, she's already on the operating table. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's no conversation with that, and that's what makes it difficult. It's like, well, if she were to say, because, you know, I think the strong, the opinion that's the strongest is like, well, she would have she wanted to sacrifice herself for the greater good of humanity. But there's no conversation around exactly. that. Exactly. So there's a lot of. There's a lot of interesting conversation that comes up from that of like, even just going back, like what if, you know, episode one and two of Joel was in the room with like episode eight and nine Joel in the room versus and also like, oh, oh yeah. Well, I think, I think that's why he was told because there was no expectation that he was going to flip out like that. It's like she knows yeah. him from before. So she tells him, oh yeah, she's on the operating room table. She's going to be the cure. And she right. did not expect his response. She didn't expect he was capable. Right. That's a good point. Good point. I didn't think about that too. Yeah, that's a good point. So you don't really know. Like you have, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm bringing in episode one, Joel, of like just even having a different personality of someone like you or Cargo to like, right. oh, no, you like my daughter. But then also if you could have that 
perspective and insight from Ellie if she would be like, no, I, I want to go about this. If like that would, if they were to have that conversation, if it would trump anything Joel, episode nine Joel would even have yeah, to say, yeah. like, okay, this is your choice. Like, cool. We have yeah, our yeah. goodbyes. I move on. Well, and it also came up to the point, you know, they, they start this off with a concussion grenade behind them and a fucking butt to the back of the head. Yeah. yeah that's, that, you, you don't make friends that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, they, they asked to get their ass kicked with that one. I just, yeah. you know, and, and they didn't need to. Three guys on coming up from behind just like, hey, we got you out gun, fuck freeze. They didn't have to fucking do all that. I was like, that that one hit me really. I was like, especially since these guys were kind of supposed to be the good guys. They're supposed to be the ones that are trying to not be the government and not be these fucking jackboots and stuff like that. So I was kind of like, I mean... I don't know. When I was watching the game cutscenes, because I don't remember this part, but in the game, like they, because Ellie can't swim. So, like, she fell and was drowning, and he was giving her CPR. Like, he was in the middle of, like, pumping her chest. And the dudes were like, hey, put your hands up. And he's like, no. And he's still pumping her chest. And then he gets knocked out, wakes up, and then she's already on the operating table. So, like, it's just things like that where there's just, there's no dialogue and no conversation about, um, you know what you what what to do what you would do and what's acceptable and and all that so yeah i remember yeah. seeing that in the cutscenes where they showed her coming out of the water and yeah and he's trying to he's trying to get her give her cpr um i i i'm i'm i i think it's fair to sh- to see see them get you know hit, hit with this uh with this uh, what what do you call it uh, it wasn't a hand grenade it was like a a smoke bomb or smoke something grenade. what was it a smoke grenade flash grenade the la- the one at the in there where they yeah. hit before him? No, it's a concussion grenade. Concussion, concussion grenade. Uh. To me, to me that you know, considering the sort of tactics that Joel was 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 doing with his no mercy, sometimes he just kill people. It sounds like that came from some of his past, and and so uh, that that's typical. I mean, it, it seemed fair that that that's that's where well, they had like gotten to. It seems like that's how everybody operates. Yeah, yeah. It's kill first and talk. You know, ask questions <laughs> after. Possibly ask questions later. Yeah, survival of the nastiest. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it really, it really points like it. it, You know, it's one of those things. You you hope that if if something really bad happens, that that's not really how we end up, because it's it's super super cut. Like everybody just turns on everybody. It's like man, that's that's some brutal shit. But I mean, you you can't have a you know uh, I always brutalize the word. Apocalyptic, apocalyptic, yeah. <laughs> apocalyptic, yeah. You can't have you can't have that kind of world without people really just being bad. You know, you can't have everybody fuck sunshine and rainbow. You know, in that kind of world, and and you know, we're gonna get through it together. Just not probably what's gonna happen. Which you know, you you hope if that's if the case does go to that, that's not really what happens. But I was just I you know if, if someone would have hit me with a concussion grenade and a butt to the end and I wake up. Yeah, someone's someone's catching some fucking hands. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I mean, one way or other, whether it's you know it's all nice and I'm still punching somebody. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the only the only thing that I think would have been really really cool in that final scene is if he'd have been wearing this nice metal helmet and you know had like a jetpack through the through the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
I, I mean, so maybe that's because kind of talking Mandalorian a little yeah. bit. I feel like. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it just started again, so I, I mean, I'm, I'm hyped have you up seen, about it. Have you seen episode two? Of yeah. This? Oh yeah, we're watching them like almost right away. Okay, because I, I was not as impressed oh. with episode one, but episode two dropped, and I thought that one was damn good. I thought, I thought yeah, both of them were kind of a letdown. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, it's Wednesday. We got a new one tonight. Nice. Yeah, we do. Watch this. That's that's what I do after after the podcast. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> another drink and go watch it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I we're gonna get into Mandalorian a little bit. I I have have been a little let down from what the previous two seasons have been for me so far. But you know, it's still fucking really good. So. I thought it was night and day. Episode one and two. Two, I was just or one, I was like, what? This is one was bad. One was bad. bad. Two wasn't as bad, but it still wasn't. I didn't as think good it was bad. As... I thought it was really good. I thought it was okay. cinematic. I thought it. We'll, had we'll good... talk about it sometime. Okay. I'm sure. All right. Yeah. Um, one of the other things, uh, if if there's one scene that just stood out to you, like if you had to say, like if there was, you get a ten minute cut of this this show that you get to watch. You know, you're going to that desert island. You only get 10 minutes of the show, right? You get one scene, essentially. What? What is it? Which one are you taking? You get one. What's your favorite? That's a, that's a good question. It is a little uh, tough because because one one thing they do so well is they, you know, when you sip, when you limit it to one scene, you lose the context, and they've developed context. Yeah, yeah, that makes, I know. That makes it so. I would probably go to episode three, which was which was a lot more. Um, its own story, so you can take take a ten minute scene uh, from there, especially the beginning. Um, yep, <laughs> I, I loved I loved the beginning when you when they were first introduced to 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 Bill Nick Offerman was yeah, he was he was epic in that in that and just to see his he, you know he he was an his survivalism yeah, yeah he was he he wanted to live on his own that was just like his and and the way he would build his I fortress love- <laughs> and watch watch that all come together i that was really interesting it, it uh, i i love the fact that he he just hated people yeah and didn't let it he just <laughs> put it out there like yeah. nope this is good for me i yeah. i think he i'm reminded I'm me of a buddy that i have like that moved up to oregon like that that's like that's <laughs> that's him like that's my guy right there <laughs> um but he was very like relatable i feel like he's a guy that you see a lot um and you know, in different ways. You know, I I found really interesting with with episode three uh, in this in 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 Bill specifically is a lot of people. This is where I saw the first kind of controversy and people you know having issues because you know it was a gay couple and you know the whole thing like that. But it was it was interesting because it's it's not the typical like. You know, people talk about the incel people and the 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 survivalist people and the conservatives. He's literally everything from one side, but he's also gay. So it's kind of like, wait, you know, <laughs> normally those people don't. And it was like, no, it not one is always going to be the other, and not you know, it's not. I just thought no, it was it's hilarious. Not it's yeah, not it, exactly. And I, I thought that was so. I I thought it was so clever, and I was like, that's so cool because you got. You're gonna piss off somebody on either side just because, <laughs> you know. It's like, and I was like, I love it, love it. But I, I, it's also one of my favorite scenes in the beginning. Is is I was like, dude, he's doing it all right. He's going, getting the gas. He's going to Home Depot before everything shuts down. You know, he's got all his shits. I loved his little underground room gun gun wall. I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, 
That's the that's yeah. the shit right there. And all his wine, and all his meat that he's you know saving. And, you, know, I, you know, I would have been doing this. I wouldn't have grabbed wine. I would have been like every whiskey bottle in there, <laughs> all the bourbon, all the tequila. Uh, I'm not a wine guy, but I mean yeah. that's just you know. Mm. So I have. I'm gonna actually have two. I have one that's off the cuff, and I have an honorary mention. Okay. My off my off the cuff one is more is actually the scene with Henry when his brother turned. Um, oh, because I feel God, like no. that's like a what? Do, what would you do in that situation? Someone right. that you like, you know, you introduced the in the whole episode. I'm here to take care of my brother. He turned and now is attacking somebody else. You are just caught in everything. You don't know what to do. Do you shoot your brother to save some stranger you don't know, or do you just let it happen? You're like, no, I, I, I'm. I'm caught off guard. I don't know what to do. I, I'm maybe I just let that happen and I try to save it. We saw that in The Walking Dead when Herschel had the barn full of walkers. Maybe we'll find a cure and things will happen. That could be one of those things where, and this is a what if, but like not knowing who Ellie is, but the whole purpose of the show is to get Ellie to the fireflies to create a vaccine. Right. If you were to keep Sam, you could have that scenario happen where, well, unfortunately, she's that person that that Sam. <laughs> right. It's like, hey, what if like a cure does happen where you could bring him back? So it's just kind of one of those things. But he like Henry was really in this position where like, I don't know what to do. And then he just shoots him. But then, you know, at the end, like he commits suicide. But, like, in the game, too, like, he's, like, upset. He's pissed off at Joel and just, like, this is your fault. This happened and everything. And he has, like, a he has a breakdown. So I just feel like that scene really encompassed, like, a, a real, like, probably not a common situation, but something that, like, could happen in the apocalypse where you have something go down and you have to yeah. make an executive decision. And maybe you not really, you've, you're not... In it, you didn't have an occupation to where you've killed someone before, um, and that's hard. <laughs> but not only to kill someone random, but then to kill your kill own your own brother. brother. Oh, no, that's crazy. I have to um, admit, it, it was one of those scenes where I literally was like, "What the?" F-? Like I yeah, jumped because yeah. I was like, the fact that like he turned right, we knew that kind of was going to happen. But the whole way it happened, and then when he shot him, and then just turned and shot him. So I, I, I was in shock. I, I think I looked at Alyssa for a second or two, and I was like. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, it literally was one of the most shocking uh, moments of the show that had a lot of shocking moments. Yeah, but that I was why I put it as my favorite episode, just how it all yeah. unraveled at the end, um, you know, especially after she's tried to give him the cure. You know, here, I, my blood is, mm-hmm. is good. And you, you're actually kind of like, okay, maybe there's something that's going to come crossed. of that, you know? <laughs> you had to make an immediate executive decision against a loved one. And we see that in the, you know, as we, we could tie it into all sorts of things, but then we see that in the end with Joel, where it's just like, I get that we're trying to save humanity, but I'm making an immediate executive decision to save this person. Yeah. Um, so that it gets really deep. Um, an honorary mention I'm going to put out there is actually when I was talking to one of my friends about it, you know, she, one of the things that was a highlight to her was actually the use of um, like products for, for periods, actually. Um, she was just like, hey, like, that's something that never gets covered in any of these shows. But it's just like, yeah, like, there's there were two scenes. The diva. Ellie, the like, diva. Yeah, she she finds a pack of, uh, of tampons. Oh, right, the tampons. 
And then another one where, like, I forget the name of the character, but she provided her with some menstrual cups. And, like, that yeah. as a female, like, that would be a huge deal in the apocalypse. <laughs> Knowing you were talking about, like, you know, ammunition, all this stuff is out. We don't have that. But when you have feminine products that are also, like, going to be used on tap, and uh, yeah, go yeah. Out, like, you would have to adapt to that, too. So it's cool that, like, in shows or just having it, you know, male dominated world you have a shout out to like an issue or a challenge that women would primarily deal with and may think about a lot so i agree with that one i think that one was kind of I, an honorary thing. oh cool i'm glad that you guys addressed that and brought that up so that's what i'm it, gonna bring to the table no that's <laughs> cool i actually I, I remember watching that with my wife and when they showed that i looked at her and i goes I, I go, what's that? <laughs> I go, is that, is is that, that birth real? control? Is that <laughs> I was like, well, I knew I kind of was, and she's like, oh, it's like a cup. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Well, I mean, I, I got three daughters. I'm not fucking a total, you know, I don't know what that stuff is. Uh, I mean, I bought tampons at the store. It's not that big a deal. Uh, but I just, I was like, is that shit real? Like, is that a legit, like, thing? And and she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. I bu I've bought. Yeah, absolutely. I bought my wife uh, one of those. Uh, it's it's like a cup that women so they can stand up and pee. Because like when we go hiking, oh, the and stuff. And the, yeah, uh, yeah, it's like a little. Shiwi, I think it's called a shiwi. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's 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 one of those things. It's like yeah, they they have much. They have to deal with different things. Uh, but you're right. That was Maria that gave that to her, and that was a very cool moment too. Yeah, this is. You're right. There's there's so many things that would be you know hard to find and yes that's one of them and, and yes people don't always think like just think about all the little uh, toothpaste you couldn't find toothpaste mm -hmm. i mean mm -hmm. the whole the it, all the stuff that they did have i'm like you guys are lucky you guys must have been like you know next to the walmart fucking factory or something because you guys still got a lot of shit after 20 years like mm -hmm. it's just yeah, maybe it was like an Amazon uh, shipping, you know, <laughs> something. Factory. But yeah, I mean, I, that's that. Like I said, that's my biggest gripe with this whole thing, and 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 it's just that it was that I'm like, you just don't take into effect that how how much stuff you guys actually have that you wouldn't really have. <laughs> so. And that's the thing, but that's that's the the adaptation for women is like tampons and pads are probably out. So oh, now for sure, they really are going to have to go to menstrual cups. But you know, I think they're used a lot more in other countries. Not so okay. much. We don't talk about a whole lot in the U.S. But you know, I think in other spots that is a, that that's already there. So it's kind of like one of those where nice. you know, you know, hey, okay, that's that's the, the survivalist moment for the females. Mm -hmm. uh, that's yeah. kind of cool. Well, I, I also like the fact that they have a lot of badass woman characters in here that are strong i mean ellie is a a you know even though she's young she's still a strong female character tess was a strong female character uh maria strong female character you know they have they it's it's not just the men running the world you know it everybody has to step up it's kind of one of those things is nobody nobody is above everybody in this and i, I really like that that it, I, it's I, cool i want to point out too that you know this isn't this isn't just a couple years after everything goes down. This is this is much later, and they 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 often refer to the evolution of you know oh the, you know they got driven underground or this happened. So so I could see these pockets of of people that could start maybe remanufacturing things, or it's like they've got enough resources where they can they can actually carve out a space and do some of that. And you got a sense of that with some of the the communes and in some of the ones that were locked into cities that didn't have weren't completely infested with in, in, infected and so and so it does seem possible that maybe they they were manufacturing bullets or you know they were they had a had more of a 
a smaller setup that would, would do something like that possible. In The Walking Dead, I think there was a point where they started manufacturing their own bullets. Well, uh, you, you can, you can uh, reload, right? That is possible. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is once you run out of your raw materials, right, your, your shells, your bullets, and your gunpowder, you can't just make those by, like, you know, cutting down a tree, you know, they're, they're not just raw elements out of the earth. It takes some manufacturing. And that's that's where I was saying that the problem oh, yeah. is, is the manufacturing stuff that they have. The fact that they still have electricity baffles me. I'm like, um, where are you getting parts to keep those fucking things running? Like, you can't just, <laughs> you just can't build an engine out of a tree. You can't just cut down a tree and go, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this new sprocket out of this. So it, that's that was where some of my issues were. But you just have all that stuff addressed off screen and then it's fine. I know. But that's part of what I do is I, you know, my brain doesn't sit down and go, oh, no, this is all possible. You got to tell me. And so I like to bring it up here because someone has to. And that's the fun of a podcast is here. What the fuck's Noah going to bitch about now? (laughs) No, I agree. I think that's where it's just like kind of joking about. It's like, oh, no, Noah, they just they they do all that stuff off screens. Then you don't have to think about it. So then it's fine. What they do. There was the movie, the Brad Pitt uh, zombie movie. It's called World War Z. War Z, yeah. Which, which was was a fine movie, but it's based off a book that is much more. It breaks. It's, it's it's well, it's it's a whole bunch of stories in one, and they do just that. They take the story. It's like okay, the the zombie apocalypse happens. Let's tell it from let's let's look at this short story about from the point of view of like a manufacturer how they dealt with this and then how they dealt. Oh, okay. With so it is it it it's 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 a book that tries to address things from so many different points of view. It's nothing like it, the movie. Um, I didn't it, like that movie because it had fast zombies. Yeah, and the only I thing don't that, like fast yeah, zombies. The only relationship to that movie in the book was the was the title. I mean, literally, that was that's, that's all I could pull out of it. It was much more of an introspective, um, tr- you know. It was it looked like more of a historical study of of you know these little factions of of how people dealt with things, the diff- different cultures and and stuff. It was interesting. Um, so that might have been kind of what you wanted to see was maybe an episode I, that was I, do. I didn't follow the narrative but instead kind of like episode 3 where it just focused on someone's resourcefulness <laughs> as survivalists and you know well, you find yeah, some other characters like that that's that was what was really cool is they did they showed what he did and how he set everything up and they they gave us a little of that background it was just 20 years later he's still going to have bottles of wine i mean did he really i if i would if i was locked up like i mean we all went through the fucking pandemic right I know for sure I wouldn't have been able to survive 20 years with just the matter of wine I could get out of one little store. <laughs> I, I would have drank that in the first probably year, year and a half, max. I would have been making hooch in the bathtub, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I learned to brew in the pandemic, so, I mean, it's just one of those things. Mm. But, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, you're right. But that's just, it is what it is. Outside of that, this was a fabulous, fabulous uh, show. Um, it makes me want to play the game, or at least like you guys did, go watch some of the the cutscenes and stuff. I think that would be really cool, rather than maybe having to play it because um, I don't have that much kind of time. Uh, I did. I really, really enjoyed the time I I listened to the podcast uh, from the the official one, just because it was the the, the creators and and you know uh, episode nine they brought on Ashley, you know, and talked about her and and how much. You know, she, uh, you know, really enjoyed Bella's um, rendition of it and how close she felt. It just, 
it's a very cool uh, podcast to listen to because you get get the super insight of what the people were thinking in 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 it. It just was so much fun. There's so much story into this. I I'm wondering like like. Did this need more episodes? I don't think so. I think it told everything it could. It would would we have been happier for it? We always are happier when you give us more good content. So yeah, we could have had more, but would have it would have it watered it down? I yeah, it would have diluted it, and that's what will probably have happen if they release another another series, another another season. It's gonna it's gonna well, feel like two. you know the the Mandalorian effect, you know, where it feels like oh, <laughs> it's the same story. What are, are we doing? Something new here? Is this? Well, so, from what I understand, uh, season two, and they're saying season three will cover part two of the video game, and apparently there's more meat to that game, so we'll probably get, and maybe we'll get a couple more of these these one-off episodes that we got, like time with episode three and episode seven, which apparently episode seven is actually part of the game as a downloadable content piece. There's two DLCs. There is one where it's, uh, there's actually one that was a comic, and then there was one that was DL- like playable DLC. So I believe the, which one was which? The comic, the the DLC was, um, you know, ri- I think, I think it, Left Behind is what they even called it in the DLC mm-hmm. was Left Behind. So I yeah. saw some gameplay of of uh, the two of them running through a mall. So and being, yeah. mm-hmm. they were being chased. This was like, uh, and it actually shows. Uh, the attack—it's a whole different attack where they fall off some scaffolding and 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 they get jumped. So maybe maybe I was watching the the downloadable yeah. content. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And <laughs> I know they were talking about how how uh, they wanted to create this magical mall, and then I guess they were shooting in Canada, and they're like, "Oh, we got this mall you can use." And they're like, "Oh, sweet!" They go down there. It's like this one story. It's got like a Walgreens at the end. Like nothing. They're like, we had to do so much like green screen and like <laughs> extra. So he's like, he's like, yeah, we had them all, but it was like, uh, it's like having a bedroom and wanting to shoot a mansion. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool, but it was still it, it, everything they did with this. I, I mean, uh, video game to movie adaptations. This is this has got to be, if not the best so far, one of of the top. Two or three. Oh, like, we should. I, I, do you have a list? I, I should, should, should had a list. I, ready I can't to go, even, but the only one I can think I, of is as World of Warcraft. Or didn't they make a game out of that one? And that was. You have Dungeons and Dragons on the way. You yeah. got Uncharted last year. You have The Last of Us right That's now. Right. Um, but in terms of like, oh, you also have uh, the one with Henry Cavill. Uh, the cast. No, oh, cast Witcher. Game. Witcher. Witcher. Um, so you have. That's pretty good. So there. Yeah, then you have Super Mario coming out as well, too. Uh, so yeah. it's interesting because, like, you know, before I remember saying to people years back, like, my top, if I were to have a top three game based on storyline, um, Bioshock is in there, top three for sure. And then The Last of Us is up there as well, too. Like, there's just amazing storylines. When that ending scene for The Last of Us, I remember playing that and I was like, shit, like, what happens now? Like, they're just going <laughs> to yeah. walk off into said and that's it um and then you know the last of us part two didn't come out for a while after that yeah. if i remember correctly but i would definitely you know but what's what's cool for me is like i tell people that but i'm also talking to people that aren't video game players so there was always like this man like you're really going to miss out on a great storyline because you, you you don't play video games so yeah. that's like i really like this show because it's like oh remember that game i talked about like 10 years ago 
you get to see it now because they made it a show. So it was really cool, and I'm glad. I mean, that's I that's more things like that. That's the same with like when you when you have a book that's made to a movie. Mm -hmm. Adaptation, yeah, uh, Lord like, of the Rings or something. Yeah, I, so many times the book is so much better than the the movies and stuff. And so many times the video games are so much better than the the video, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the the movie. This time, I think this is one of those first ones where I was like, you don't have to be in either camp. You don't have to be mm -hmm. know the video game to really enjoy this. And I, I think that's incredible, um, mm -hmm. which is something that I don't know if a lot of the other ones like I ha I saw I did I never watched Uncharted, but I've seen the trailer and go well that looks really good and then i've heard people go oh, that's not really that good and i'm like okay well it looks it's excellent but... by the way <laughs> okay uh but i and, and i've never played a lot of those games i just i i just didn't have the time when that kind of game was coming out i think the last long uh rpg type game i played might have been um the uh oregon wagon trail uh <laughs> On my 64. Oh, the trail? <laughs> i'm kidding i don't i don't even remember <laughs> the time i played i um it, it probably was on a PS2, if, if I'm mistaken. It's been a while. Uh, kids will do that to you. Um, so, mm. <laughs> but uh, no, this was fun. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm totally looking forward to another season of this. Um, if there's other games out there that are are story wise this well done, I, I let's let's get some more movie you know shows out like this this is this is and, and to know that they're they're willing to invest you know good directors and good cast because True. because you i mean you got to start with a good story and they and they had a, a great one and they know i guess it had time to adapt well to a script but it sounds like they didn't change too much at all um but then they put some really good performances behind it and good showrunners but it was a mix of directors it wasn't like the same director throughout so they had someone that connected the dots. But really they had well. the same writers from mm -hmm. start to finish, and I think that's really. And and then they went to the directors and say, "Hey, stick to kind of what we wrote, but I want to see your vision of it. Not mm -hmm. necessarily. It's like like, hey, do do you? So we don't get like, you know, two different episodes that just totally look like completely different, which you get in some shows." You know, they they have a very similar feel. They have a good base, but maybe the lighting is the 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 astract is a little bit different. Like you get a little bit different look this way, a little bit different, but the the story beats really feel the same. Yeah, I'm looking at so Neil Duckman. I guess he dealt with Uncharted too. You were mentioning that uh, as well as Last of Us, as far as the games, um, and then Craig Mazine. Did uh, Chernobyl? I never watched that series. That's on HBO, but uh, that sounded like it was pretty hmm. harrowing. <laughs> yeah, Uncharted's a Uncharted's a great game. Um, I feel like it's just it goes into a lot of historical things, but you know, but in terms of like a depth story, I, I The Last of Us is up there. Um, Bioshock is another really good one. If you guys get the opportunity to play that, um, there's a huge twist in that game that I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> and it's like one of those twists, like it makes you go back and play to like catch it. <laughs> to catch it. So, yeah. So, and, it, and it's on part, it's on point. Um, so no, nice. this was, this show was very well done. And like I said, from the beginning, like it just did a really good job of like, well, shit, I played the game. I already know what happens. No, 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 we got something for you, too, so come here. Well, shit, but it's a video game, and I feel like I'm, I'd am i be missing something. It's like, nope, this will be fine. You come here, too. And, like, it brings everyone together and puts them right, on the same yeah. page. So I think this was great. Definitely, definitely. Um, 
yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about it other than the fact that I'm kind of bummed that it's over uh, and yeah. I want more and I, it's probably going to be a year out. Unfortunately, it's exclusive to HBO right now, so if you don't have uh, I got HBO, HBO, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, I got... <laughs> if you got AT&T, uh, you, can, you get free HBO out of that, uh, AT&T uh, cell phones, so you can tap into that if you're, if you're wanting to watch it. And the season's uh, done, so for anyone for those listening, yeah. like if you want to go on there and get that ten week or that you know one week free trial, like and just binge it. <laughs> oh, there you go, there binge you go. that guy. Uh, now that, that that that's over though, that we do have a lot of other cool stuff coming up. Um, I don't. Uh, I know one of the things we want to start talking about is just what are we watching? And um, I know for me, I, I haven't actually watched any yet, but I'm super super excited. Because uh, Ted Lasso uh, season three is now back in session. That's right. And mm. I am and this is the last season. That. Yeah. Mm. I'm stoked for that. Uh, Mandalorian season three also just started. We got, we're two episodes in. Well, three episodes by the time we uh, release this for sure. Uh, I'm really excited to get that going and, and have that back in. Uh, get a little Mando and a little Chicky Nuggies there with Grogu. Um I, I just I'm super excited to see those, and then um, it just I, it, those two shows alone like got me excited for for what's on TV right now. So, what about you guys? Yeah, you know, Anything? Sam and I were watching. Um, we were going through the defend all the the defenders shows. So <laughs> we were up on uh, the uh, Iron Fist, and like she okay. was like, "Oh, you know, put that on." I was like shit we never finished season two so we put that on because we want to get through all of them but you have right. daredevil born again that's in the yes. right now so we want to we're, we're working on that right now on nice. a personal level i'm always into killer shows so i just watched uh the murder murders last night that's crazy oh oh i know i we I, I mentioned that i think last week when we were talking about what we'd watched i had gone through that netflix uh three-part series and and now, and, and it's so timely too, because the trial just hit. So you can go on YouTube and watch all the all the legit trial, you know, that was all filmed. So you can see him on on the stand. Oh my God, it's great. Yeah. Nice. Left. Um, and then there's the last one. I'm I'm actually um, watching Full Metal Alchemist, which is an anime. So like one of my clients, you know, suggested I watch it. I watched the first one, so I'm trying to get through this one because if you don't, with with some of the people I work with, I work with kids and some adults, and if you tell them that you watch something, you kind of have to. There's a time you have to get through it because you follow through because they'll ask you about it, but you can also get spoilers too. They're like, it's yeah. not a spoiler. <laughs> But no one dies at the end of this. At the, it's like, oh, that's yeah. a spoiler, though. Like, well, but you're like an episode behind. So, you know, <laughs> it's like, ah, but I but I wanted to see that. <laughs> I've heard about that one. I've heard that one's actually pretty good. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's a good it's a good show. I've heard that in Attack on Titan are probably the two best anime uh, to watch as far as like if you're into anime type. Yeah. The Avatar, The Last Airbender oh, is that was really good one. I've watched that. We did. We talked about that. We uh, we did that. My daughter was super into it. So we uh, that was a while ago. That was in our early sixty episode area. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Right. Yeah. Another really good. Now, did, did I you did guys like do the that. movie or the show? We did the show. Okay. I, I think like, Steve watched just a couple. The, <laughs> the, 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 the movie was trash. Was the movie was trash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to another kid I work with, it was like, Oh, yeah, like Avatar the Last Minute, the movie. What do you think about it? He's like, What movie? movie (laughs) He's like, What movie? And I was like, Oh, yeah, no, I don't know. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Nice. Anything else you're watching there, Steve? Um, 
well, most of the week was, you know, I watched this whole series this week. So that was what my investment was. I did, uh, my daughter uh, is coming over every Saturday now because uh, she's recently married, but her husband, you know, he's, he's not as, um, he gets, he likes fixing things. So if he sits down, for a movie, <laughs> he'll get really uh, antsy and have to get up antsy. and go, go fix something or do something like that. So, so she reached out to us and said, Hey, can I come over on Saturdays and watch a movie with you guys? And we're like, hell nice. yeah. So uh, we, uh, I think we did glass onion a couple weeks ago. And, and last this weekend she came over and she'd never seen big. So we went back to the eighties and watched uh, uh, nice. Tom Hanks in big. That was kind of fun to, to watch with her. Um, and, and I've got on my list, my brother just, I talked to him last night and he recommended a movie called quiet girl, which is in the theaters. Um, he said it's, it's really slow. So he said it probably wouldn't be Noah's cup of tea, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but he, he thought it's something I should check out. So maybe by next week I'll, I'll have, uh, something nice. to offer for that one. That's it. Yeah. I know we were, we were camping this weekend this last weekend too. And we watched uh, Shazam. Oh, um, the new one? Uh, no, the okay. uh, the old one. Just because the new one was coming out, I was like, oh, I need to watch. I forgot how much fun that one is. Oh yeah, it it, it is such a fun DC uh, movie. It, it's just it's just got to feel good about it, kind of thing. You know, just it's kind of fun. Uh, so I'm looking. I'm actually looking forward to seeing the new Shazam out theaters too. So that that in audiobooks uh i'm on i'm on about oh god i was gonna i was gonna figure out the hours i'm in i'm i'm in a 14 book series i'm on book 13 and each book is averaging about 35 hours so what's the series <laughs> wheel of time hmm. it's uh i started reading it back in the 90s and uh didn't get too far into it and then i was like yeah i gotta finish this and so i i jumped on audible and and I've been listening to that since uh, I think I started it a little bit before December. I've got, I don't know, something like 400 hours into it now. So pretty cool, though. All right. Well, that was uh, The Last of Us. It's not The Last of Us as a podcast because we're going to be back next week. Um, we we haven't decided exactly, but we will be back with our MCU crew. We're either going to be doing uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy. No, Quantumania. Uh, Quantumanium. Ant-Man. Quantumanium. Uh, the Guardians Galaxy uh, trailer just popped up on my IMDb. So oh. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, either that, or we'll be hitting uh, the She-Hulk uh, mini series. So we'll be back. I got we got to talk to uh, Bo and find out if he's got it off his butt and went and saw Quantumanium. Uh, so <laughs> join us back next week. We'll have uh, Bo and Nina back for you uh, take on on one of those two. Uh, thank you, Brandon, for being here again. That was so much fun. Uh, yeah, great perspective. I'm sure we'll find something else fun to talk about eventually in coming up uh, months or two. Yeah, for sure. So. Definitely. It's always fun joining you guys and talking shop. So right. know, <laughs> when the next one comes up, I'll, I'll be around. So thanks, thanks. Always. Thanks for inviting me and having me here. It's always fun. Sure. No problem. Uh, for the rest of you, if you have something you want us to watch, you can always email us at the .hwsi.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on our socials. We have a Facebook group. Uh, you can find it uh, through me or Steve on Facebook or our Instagram. Let us know if there's something you want us to watch and talk to, or, hey, you know, we, we're always open to having other people on. So let us know, and uh, we'll, we'll see you again uh, next week. With that, hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. Seriously, I know what this is this time. So hail Caesar. <laughs> hail Hydra. Hail, hail Hydra. Hydra. For, sure. For sure, hail Hydra. What does that mean?